Hello everybody and welcome to the beginning of the stream. It's Table Stories Dying Order featuring all of your wonderful Dying Order friends except for Disby Arix who could not be here due to um, thieving. Bo's gone a-thieving. Bo's gone a-thieving for a week and pickpocketing. Phoebe, you look like you're going to say something? No. Oh. Okay. Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, you just, you look like you were like doing this, like you were like, uh, uh, you know, when people want to jump into the conversation. Um, all right. Well, um, thanks for, uh, for, for joining us this evening. It is a, uh, going to be an interesting one, I think. Um, how are you, how are you boys doing? You guys ready to, ready to roll some dices and things and stuff? Pocket is, um, currently, uh, in a submarine under water. I am. I'm in the submarine that we built. Yeah, she's in the submarine Aww. right now. So that's yeah. Uh, those of you that are listening, isn't it? Is just uh, she's a thousand leagues <laughs> under the sea. Um, trying KPP to save the world. Thank you. As usual, PB is is losing her mind. Why are you losing your mind, what? PB? Oh, uh, now. Well, if yeah. I don't do it now, okay. you're gonna. Die. You're gonna, gonna pass out. Yeah, yeah. I, might, I might pass out. Uh, I'm excited because my new show is uh, coming soon, and we're gonna show a trailer. Right? We're gonna do the cast reveal right now. Right now. Right? Are we not? Uh, is it not now? Right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. All yes. right. Let's go. <laughs>
Now you hold on just one minute here. What on earth was all of that? Chaos. Madness. Wednesdays, 4.30, starting March 4th. I'm in it. Yeah. No one... No one expected. They didn't guess. That. They didn't guess. They said Brad would not be in another PB campaign, so it can't be him. Except that the puzzle literally linked to something that said Brad. I was like, "This is easiest one. They're going to get this puzzle right away." What? What do you mean? What puzzle? It was a puzzle. I, yes, there was a huge puzzle for the to reveal the title of the show, and then to reveal some of the cast as well. Madness. Yeah, madness. Absurdity. They got it all except for you. They got it all except for you. <laughs> Um, there you go. Well, um, there's all the information you need. If you want to question PB on it, you can question her in the Discord um, and go on over yes. and uh, and begin whatever you want to begin doing. Theory crafting, planning, yeah. freaking out, whatever it you, is. You can also go to tablestory.tv slash gone for any information, cast and stuff like that. Yeah? Yeah. For, the, for those listening that might not join the Discord, it's all there. But it doesn't make any sense. There are 45 cast members. Did you just recently <laughs> play Chrono Cross? And you're like, I want a hundred. So now you know why the whole time, well, you don't know everything, but a lot of my playthrough of Chrono Cross, I was like, I don't understand what's happening right now. It's, it's the simulation providing for me. I also don't know anything about I know. anything. I know. It's beautiful. Which is amazing. I've like, I've we've been sworn off of like looking into any of it. So I'm, the only thing I know is oh, my character. That is something that I would like to um, mention that the cast has an edited version of the rule book. So those of you who have found the rule book, please don't, please don't come at the cast with information. Shh. I don't know anything. Shh. I don't Shh. know anything. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Gone. Starting soon. Yes. Um, but until then, to... to tide you over we have dying order um those of you that were here last time i'll give you a little recap um though it might not matter much uh the gang here arrived in the big city big city life and um uh, it is uh, ellie and Bo's home alone at the capital city of alexandria one of the biggest continents filled with a lot of people um, Alexandria is also home to Aura, um, but Aura lives in a nice little quiet village on the edge of town, or the, on the edge of the world, really, on the edge of a forest, um, tucked away. Whereas Ellie and Bo are from the big city where things are done a little differently. Uh, Aura found that out um, by uh, face planting the ground. Again, um, things are done a little differently in the big city. Um, Ellie and Suna had a little a little head-butting head match um, because I think Suna probably doesn't understand exactly everything about what's going on with Ellie and the big city life and why things are the way they are. Also, Suna is just reeling from several quite difficult episodes in a row and also all of you are on a weird mission from God um, to kill God. So... Uh, <laughs> it's been um, it's been an interesting one. Where we left you guys off is where kind of we're gonna begin today. Except for Suna, Suna's not there. Um, but uh, Ellie and Aura and um, and uh, Bo 
You okay? Uh oh. Well, yeah, I just I broke my camera. Like sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, it's illegal. I'll fix it. I'll fix that. it. It's illegal I'm sorry. For, you to, for you to change. I'll, I'll, I'll fix it. Oh God. I oh no. I said it's <laughs> illegal. <laughs> what are you showing? Oh my God. <laughs> I can't even cover you up with a thing because I don't no, have it prepared. It's, Why? It's breaking. Why? All my, right. Hang I'm on. I'm sorry. It's breaking. My. Let me pull. Do I have some silly? Oh dear God. <laughs> Okay. Oh, right. Confirmed. PB is a computer. Yes. <laughs> it has Big been, reveal. It has been confirmed. I'm um, so sorry. It crashed. Just give me one sec. It's okay. I was just going to try and play some silly music, but it didn't work. So it's actually given me a chance to fix my, my stuff. What about this one? <laughs> okay. I think I fixed it. Yes. That's working. PB's new theme. Is it? Is it? Hello? <gasps> all right. I get it. Now okay, you've destroyed but now we need to switch everything. ourselves, right? That's cool. That's all right. We can all turn our video off, right? Yes. Hey, PP, you're next. I always like the people that must be listening to this on the MP3. All right. Okay. PB, then KPP, then Pocket. Um, people that are listening to this on the MP3 have no idea what's happening because we're just reacting <laughs> to things on the stream. All right. Um, okay. Now. Uh, hey, Ellen. Try that again. Can I play? Yes. Uh, can I play the game now, PB? Do you mind? Do you mind yep. not completely okay, bye. All right. So you guys, um, you guys uh, um, went to um, the uh, Duke and Trap, if you recall. And underneath the Duke and Trap, there is a, a basement, um, a little basement under there, with uh, which is access to where Ellie goes to do assassin things um i think um i think that's where we pick up so essentially we um we come to bologna once again night is probably approaching fast if not sort of falling um ellie you step into this sort of abandoned basement beneath the Duke and Trap. Aura and Bo are behind you, maybe looking a little confused. This is a pretty random spot to be going down into this basement. There's a set of stairs that lead down from a trap door, you know, lead up into the, one of the back rooms in the Duke and Trap. And there's also this just kind of open archway that leads down into a uh, a um, an, an empty basement. There'd, there, there'd probably be like a chill. There'd probably be some water and, and snow coming in from the... The open door you know things like leaves and stuff and dust cobwebs all around you there are rotten wooden beams above you the discarded rags of a vagrant who has long since departed and empty sort of wooden kegs that are rotten away broken and filled with cobwebs all around the room and ahead of you ellie um you probably stride across the room in an in what looks like a strange fashion as you walk towards a barely visible recess a little recession in the wall in the shape of a small pentagram. Um, it's around the same shape as the pentacle, the little bronze pentacle that's in your pocket. Um, do you put the pentacle in there? Yeah. I try, I try to do it in sort of like this swift, like, like almost like I'm just rubbing my hand over it, but I slide the pentacle in. Right, yeah. And to like make it not obvious that I have a key or something yeah. to people around. I think um I think Aura and Bo 
probably slightly too distracted to even notice what you're doing. You've led them down yeah. into this basement, um, and then suddenly you touch a far wall. Then suddenly, like, probably they snap their heads back towards where you are, as there's a grinding of stone and metal, and the wall shifts out of place. There's a small puff of dust from the awning, as a doorway reveals itself to you, and there's a stairway that leads down into darkness. There are sconces on the walls um, that that light some of the well-kept stone, very different to the kind of open, plan basement thing filled with dust and dirt. Um, if this were a movie, we'd probably see our camera um, move across Ellie's shoulder and take a view of the stairway before turning back on itself and revealing a much younger Ellie. Somewhere in her mid-teens, behind her, Bo and Aura are gone, and Ellie arrives at the Shadow Syndicate on the night of her initiation. Um, I think you probably start heading down. You know you've been yeah. here plenty of times. No, I, I immediately walk down. There's like a... There's like a, what is it, uh, a sort of giddiness to my steps. My hair is like loose and, and curly like this. It's not like the, you know, pinned back and braided uh, look that Ellie usually has. And uh, there's no scars visible. Obviously, she's younger. She has a little bit of freckles on her cheek, cheeks. And my hair, despite this, is actually blonde, a, a very light, pale blonde. So. Yeah, I think... Um... As you head down these steps, where where are you going? What do we see? As I head down the steps, it's sort of like when the door opens, the steps curve, so you can't necessarily see where I'm going at first. You just see more steps as they sort of disappear downwards. And then there, when I get to the bottom, it's just this circular corridor with branches uh, of hallways that go out. And in this corridor, um, there's obviously a giant rug with the syndicate symbol on it in red and black. And then a table or, you know, a few tables, lots of seating area, some books and some like, it's like a big study, honestly. Right. So a meeting place of sorts. And um, where are you aiming for? Are you, are you like? That's, uh, it's. Aiming that's for there where or I'm you heading? For, honestly, yeah, that's, the, there'd be a lot of people there waiting for me. Kind of like something was expected of me in that moment. Right. Yeah, you, you head into this kind of open study. And I think, yeah, like you said, there's a bunch of people down there um, expectantly waiting. But no one's really... Um, these aren't jovial types. Uh, they are probably kind of stony-faced, cold-looking people. Um, different um, ages and sizes. I don't think there's a lot of people in here either. Um, there's probably like an... Uh, an eighth of the maximum members of the, the guild here, and that's still not too many. And there's a handful of faces that look at, look at you. Maybe some of the younger faces give you a nod. Um, there is uh, there are two faces that are looking at you a little uh, a little more um, uh, quizzically, I think. One of them being of uh, Samuel. Um, who's looking at you a little confused. Um, he... I think you're probably friends. Um, but, or friendly. But he, um... He's maybe a little jealous of you because his initiation hasn't happened yet. Um, and you've maybe come up together. 
around the same age, yeah. same same deal going on. Um, and uh, in the back of the room, there is another figure, much taller figure, um, a human man that you recognize who's beginning to get on in his years, but he's not really old yet. Um, he wears the same garb as you. Um, and you're probably in like the official shadow syndicate garb. Um, what does that look like? Uh, this is actually the first day I actually got to wear the official garb. Before then, it was just sort of like old leathers that a lot of the the young younger people had to wear. But this one, it's it's pristine. It's brand new. It's fitted to my body to be tight, but still like allow movement. It's all black with the trimmings being in a sort of blood red. And then it has a black hood and then obviously uh, a scarf to go over the mouth that you can just pull up and pull down and uh gloves it has the whole works um it looks really nice and it's the first time i've gotten to wear it which is probably why i'm so giddy right now because yeah. i feel for once i actually like am a part of the syndicate yeah and like so. there are there are maybe a couple of other younger members that are feeling that same excitement you can see like of all the stony faces around the younger faces are very different they're kind of smiling and, and there's a there's an excitement to them Maybe one of the tables in the corner as they kind of whisper quietly as you walk past. Um, the um, the human figure, the, the larger, more imposing figure, um, wearing the same garb as you, maybe slightly older, more worn, several layers deeper. Um, Zach, this is the leader of the Shadow Syndicate, one of the most powerful people in the city, um, by proxy, kind of one, one of the most powerful Powerful people in the world as well. He's quite tall, strong-looking, but lithe. Um, everyone knows that he's sort of a, a master in in all weaponry. It's ridiculous. Um, but like you, he favors daggers and light bows. And tonight, he's wearing this black hood that you might not have ever seen him in. It's embroidered with with deep reds. And um, even though this hood might be a hundred years old, maybe hundreds of years old. It looks brand new, and it's the ceremonial hood of initiation. There's a dark shadow that lies across his eyes, and it shields them from you. And on his approach, he silently approaches you, quietly. I don't think he's necessarily a talkative man, or the most warm and friendly guy or anything, but tonight it seems odd almost uncomfortable i think um and before you even step into the to the room he walks over to you and in front of everybody um he says nothing but he places a hand on your shoulder and it feels very heavy a lot heavier than you would expect from this man and he looks down towards you removes his hand reaches into his own hood and then places a black velvet envelope into your hands Without saying anything, he clicks at two other members uh, of the of the group, and then heads out of the room. Um, what do you do? I take the envelope in hand, and I've been waiting. I've been waiting to receive this. I've seen it happen to others, um, and got to hear the stories of of their sort of initiation day so this is exactly why i'm here and what i'm waiting for and uh i know what's to be expected of me and so i think it's sort of like 
like a kid that's trying to impress the elders. So I like stand up straight and I look at people around me and, but I do watch as he leaves cause he didn't say anything. And I find that odd. Yeah. Like I expected him to at least say something to me. Yeah, so. it definitely seems strange. Two other members stand up from a table. Younger members like you, but ones that have passed their initiation maybe a year ago, two years ago, something like that. Um, and they, they all walk out of the room. Um, the older members of the group um, and, and the people at the tables, they look down, they look away from you, and they go back to their drinks, no conversation, their food and drinks or whatever they're doing. Maybe two or three people leave and head off out of the... Um, room elsewhere it's not quite the celebration you'd expect and you've probably seen a few initiations and some of them seem a little more upbeat than this some of them seem just like this some don't um some a lot of them you don't see you just know that the guild leader hands somebody an envelope and it's almost no different to how everybody gets handed the name of their target um it's it's kind of I think it would be kind of odd for me because I, I have seen the initiations up to this point and it seemed like at least people were trying to be encouraging and being like, yeah, we're going to get a new member today, go out there, and then no one's talking to me. Right, and today's I'm just a little odd. stunned. Yeah. The, the, and, the younger members still seem to be brimming with somewhat of excitement, um, but yeah. they're, they're cautious of you as, as they probably... I'm, I'm trying be. to capture eyes of the older members, though, honestly, I'd say. Yeah, I don't think any of them do look at you. Um, I think almost all of them are looking away from you. Um, yeah, no one's looking at you. No one. It's weird. And I think it's uncomfortable and strange for you. I guess the, you'd see the happiness just sort of like drain out of me and, and, and a fear would start to like cause my heart to beat really fast. And it's like, well, what did I do? Am I, did I do something wrong? Do people not want me here? And I'd start to doubt myself immediately and worry. And so... As I'm like just left to myself, I I decide to to rip open the envelope and pull out the piece of paper. Yeah. And as I read it, I sort of I just stare at it. The envelope contains a single piece of paper, a small single piece of paper, and the name written on there says Gertrude Jones. I look up at Samuel and, and maybe some of the older people and I'm like, this is, this is a joke, right? This isn't mine. This is clearly a joke. There's no way that this is, this is, and I don't show anyone cause you're not really supposed to, but I, I'm just like, no, this is a, this isn't right. This didn't. did I get the, and I look where, um, the leader had been where he had walked down and if no one stops me, I'm going to run after him. Yeah. He seems to be long gone. Um, let's see here. No one stops you. Someone does stop you. Um, as you turn around, there's a panic that runs across your face. Near the doorway is one of the older members, um, uh, a dwarf who sits there. He's, he's a very quiet man, um, but a generally well-respected elder, um, has been with the guild for, as far as anyone's aware, forever. As you start to bolt out of the room, you feel a, a, a hand uh, reach out and grab at your at your wrist, and he looks up at you and says, "Don't do it." Don't do what? Get on with your job. 
sure this is real? Aye. You're almost one of us now. You got a job to do. Sharpen your knives. Steal yourself. He lets you go and turns back to his his uh, big tankard of whatever he's drinking. Swill. I th- think as he turns, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. And like my lip starts to quiver, and I don't think anyone's seen me cry, but I, I legit look like I'm about to break down. And I try my best to just like, just sit there, and I start shaking and looking around. And then I run down a hallway, not the one that the leader went down. I run down a different one, and I'm going to sort of the room that all the uh, people who have not been initiated yet, where we stay. Yeah. So you run off down another hallway. Um, In another room, however, um, there is Aya and Zalisha. And you guys are... in the initiation hall or in the room at first and then they you're you're ordered out and you see zach your your guild leader here hand the envelope to um ellie you see him walk past her no words you know that these two are are a little friendly they're closer than he is with most other people here um and he turns to each of you and clicks at you and just orders you out so the two of you um, presumably follow him out, and he heads down um, one of the branches of the winding Assassin's Guild and takes you into a uh, into just a darkly lit room, uh, maybe like a storeroom or something like that, nowhere really official or anything like that. Um, and he turns to each of you again. He's quite an imposing figure for, for an older man, not necessarily big or anything, but just his presence, his... the the power that he wields just almost politically is so insane um you guys are probably quite young as well though you have been initiated you are in in you've got your um got your official pentacles your um your garb who do we see in Aya first who's standing there um Aya is an elf she's about five five she's 17 years old so she's pretty young um, she's unassuming, petite, slender. She's got long black hair that is kind of wrapped up and kept up around uh, like a hairpin. Um, she has some armor, she, but she wears kind of flowy clothes underneath that armor. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Aya. And what about Zalisha? Zalisha is very slim. She's got a human appearance, but she's got what looks like patches of scales on her face. And um, when she opens her mouth, you notice her tongue is forked and her eyes, they look like snake eyes. They're green with just a sliver of black in the middle. She right. just looks very stern, but very, she's, she's tall and slender and she's about 16. You, um, you see the, the guild leader turn to you. He's still got this ceremonial head on it, kind of shields his face from you. He's not... He's not like, uh, he's not what you would describe as necessarily like an evil man or anything like that. But he's a very cold person and usually very stern. He, he's relatively militant in his approach to things. But, you know, he, you've seen him laugh and smile and things. But tonight he seems um, almost a little distant, a little cold. And his skin seems a little pale underneath that hood. Um, he says, 
You have been selected to join in on tonight's initiation. Well, thank you. The, um... He leans now casually against maybe a set of crates and, and folds his arms, but continues to speak. He says, Elian is a special name. I intend to draw out whatever magic might lie in her name, in her blood. You two are taking up support roles. Under no circumstances are you to engage her main target before she does. However, you are to ensure that absolutely no one, and I cannot stress this enough, no one, is to see you, hear you, know you are there. The repercussions of tonight in fool's hands could lead to a war in the streets between us and that of the Thieves' Guild. She's so special, why does she need us? Hmm. Should any eyes land upon you, her, this. We cannot have it. Fall back to us. You are a safety net and insurance. I just smirk at him. She is not one of us yet. Is she ready? We will find out before the night is done. Should any eyes land upon you, immediately remove those eyes. Am I understood? You're understood. Ellie is particularly important to me, as you well know. Her task tonight will not be an easy one. If she fails to go through with it, you must eliminate her target for her, but only when you are absolutely sure she has failed. If you believe her to have failed, you will eliminate her as well. Leave no trace behind. Am I understood? You would have us remove her? Yes. Not everyone passes the initiation. Yeah, that can be done. All right. Dismissed. Does he leave, or is he expecting us to walk off? He looks oh, away okay. from you. And down. Oh, right. Okay. Time to walk out of the room. Then that is exactly what I do. <laughs> yep. Um, I follow her. Yeah, you head out. You see Ellie walk into uh, uh, a, down a corridor ahead of you. Not out as if she was going up. Not towards maybe where the armory is, um, but back towards where the quarters are for the uninitiated. The younger members, the trainees and things like that. Okay. Um, I will take on a tailing stance with Zell. Like, I assume we're gonna pretend to chat or maybe even actually chat while we kind of tail her and watch her and see where she goes. You guys are more than welcome to do this as a three. You know that initiations aren't necessarily like a thing where you have to follow and, and stuff like that. You can take it on as a group um, as long as oh, okay. she is the one that deals the killing blow on the, the target. Um, her target is a single name. Your target is anyone that sees her fuck up or you fuck up yep. you know okay. that kind of thing so you don't need to uh tra trail her you can i mean if that's what you want to do yeah how often i have a question for you how often has the or would we even know about it if the syndicate has used 
assassins as scapegoats before. In what sense? Because that's well, because that's the first thing that came to mind when he said, "We can't have this fall back on us," and you're there as kind of like insurance. I'm sure he meant on a surface level, we're there to take care of it. But also, what Aya took from that is, if it fucks up, they're just going to blame us, us as doing it and have hands off on the syndicate. No, it it wouldn't matter. You, uh, okay. you're all considered, you know, family. Okay, um, so they wouldn't there is do a that there is okay. a camaraderie, and there is it's not a normal family, right? It's not a warm family or anything like that. No, of course but, not. But if if one of you is caught or used, um, or and there isn't a scapegoat, it falls on the entire okay. syndicate. Got um, it. One, yeah, one, um, one for all or whatever. Um, you, uh, yeah. So you guys, um, see her walk swiftly maybe awkwardly for Ellie, down uh, uh, a hallway ahead of you. Um, and then you begin to follow her quietly. Yes. All right, give me but stealth I'll checks. Both I'll talk to Zell as well. All right. It's 23 for both of us. Nice. Yeah, I mean, you, you're, you're unable to be seen, or at least um, Ellie is not necessarily aware of you yet. I'm using your passive perception. Also, you have a character sheet called Teen Ellie, because now we have like three different Ellies. Kid Ellie, Teen Ellie, and Normal Ellie. So that was the best I could come up with. Um, you, uh, yeah, I don't think uh, you notice these two appear. I don't think you give a fuck either, necessarily. Um, what do you say to each other? The um, stalkers. Um, do you think that she'll do it? I don't know, she seems a little soft. I always like that about her, actually. Hmm. It won't get her very far, though. Care to wager? Hmm. How much? Something small. Five gold. All right, are you for or against? I don't think she'll do it. I think she will. Wager is set then. Shall we? Yeah. And then and I as think, I yeah, you go, go ahead. ahead. No, you. Because <laughs> as I, I'm just gonna pick up the pace to try to catch up yeah. with Ellie. Yeah, you guys round the corner and you see Ellie walk into the uh, the quarters, the area where the. Um, younger members and trainees move in. Ellie, as you open the door and you step in, um, I think um, you see, and there's only one person in there. Um, one of the younger members of the group who still stands taller than you, um, the six foot tall, but only 13 year old Goliath known as Wolf Killer. Um, and generally okay. known as one of the more friendly people here. Um, a lot of the assassins are quite cold, you know, and it's not it's not a, a necessarily like friendly environment. But this guy's always been quite friendly. Um, he appeared one day, um, not long probably after you got here, but a little younger. Um, and at first, it was they they didn't really have him training um, because he didn't speak common, so they wasn't too sure whether he would actually be a viable candidate for training and stuff like that. 
So they had him doing a lot of um, uh, just menial tasks like providing food and things. You guys have people that work here that aren't assassins. It's just um, uh, people that would do uh, cooking, cleaning, and, and providing like drinks and things like that. Runners that go around town sworn to secrecy. Um, uh, that being said, a couple of years ago, Wolf, Wolf Killer finally learned enough of the common language, became um, a little, uh, a little um, more viable, and then, and recently, he's been training to be an assassin. And he's not the best; everyone's kind of aware of it, but he is getting a little better. He's not very dexterous; he's big and strong. Um, but you've got bigger and stronger people here. Um, he, uh, he is sitting probably at a table, and as you walk in, his eyes widen out he looks at you um and he's got like a pale kind of gray skin um and he he's wearing the assassin's garb as well um no hood up as soon as you walk in he sits up and says bill what is it he's done i don't want to talk about it oh well you must have passed no i haven't even started i just i just got it and I, I, like, shake the envelope at him. It's been opened. You want to tell me who? <sighs> Not really. He's a scary one. Yeah. Something like that. You know the others think you are going to get the queen. A queen? Yeah, go get the queen. Is the queen right? They only give I'd you the rather, best. I'd rather be that. I'd rather kill the queen, honestly. Oh. Oh. He's not me, no? <laughs> no. Oh. I think that's like the first time I've smiled since I got the envelope. <laughs> and he's like, you're, you're, um, you're not quite the Ellie that we know in the, in the current time. But he looks pretty scared. Like, this is big kid, Goliath, who's, he looks like yeah. a fully grown adult. Um... He immediately looks scared of you, like he wouldn't even put up a fight, and then... Oh, then, uh, do you not want to go? You have until morning, no? I, I don't know if I have a choice, right? Do I have a choice? And I, like, look at him like I'm looking for answers. He looks at you like that's not even a question, like, why would you even... It's unheard of. Right. Right, you're right. You're right. I don't know why I said that. I should... Please don't tell anyone. Oh. I, I just... It's... It's just hard. I don't, I don't... I just... I don't know what to do. I know what I have to do. I just... I don't know if I can do it. You are right. But if I don't do it, then I let everybody down. And... Then... Then... You know, Zach is gonna be pissed. And who knows what happens then. Uh, look. You are the best. You're the best one of us, yes? That's what they say, but I don't know if that's true. Uh, come on. You, uh, throw a knife. I catch that mango. I remember in the middle of the air. It was amazing. Well, I was aiming at a fly, but, you oh. know, I, it was on the mango. I got it, though, you're right. I did. Yes, it was a good throw. Make me want to, uh, you know, be better. I am not good at throwing knives, eh? picks up a, one of the daggers. There's just daggers everywhere in this place. And he starts throwing it up in the end. He's, he's pretty good with it. He catches it, it spins, and he, he starts throwing it around. Hey, look. Uh, you probably shouldn't do that. I don't want you to cut yourself. Uh, no, I, I, I can't get distracted. No. And I walk uh, up and I snatch it away from him. 
Hey, you can keep that, eh? Good luck. Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks for the dagger. <sighs> Just uh, pray I return, I guess, and do what I needed to do. Good luck killing the queen. It's not. It's not. It's not the. It's not the queen, though. No. He winks at you. Yeah, not the queen. Eh? All right. I'll, yeah. Good luck. I'll kill the queen for it, just for you. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I just like, like, just I'm just like, oh my god, and just like walk, start walking towards a, a bed. Yeah. Are you guys in the doorway? The other two? Yeah, we've just come in. Probably at this point, and we're watching her. I want to see yeah. how long it takes her to notice us. Probably, uh, probably like midnight. Um, generally speaking, when you're given a name, there isn't really a time limit on it. But you know that the initiation you have until sun up. Um, the uh, you can give me a perception check if you want. Um, okay. Peen Ellie. Are all of my things bad now? <laughs> you've been nerfed quite considerably. Yes. You're yeah, also eight. just for everyone that's aware. Uh, Ellie is level one, and the other two are level two. Um, an eight. Um, Ellie's too preoccupied with this name that she drew and she doesn't I think she's like her heart's still racing and yeah, she's, she just she's I'm trying to think of the ways that I'm either gonna do this or gonna get out of doing this yeah there's no there's no way she sees you two there like the even um, wolf killer doesn't see you there he uh, he's just kind of resting and relaxing doesn't see you two I don't know what you're doing peering into the room or doing the scooby-doo thing with your heads or if you're just literally on oh the i think we were inside the doorway i imagine on either side i'm probably yeah. just leaning up against the door frame um I'm waiting for her and watching her really i'm just kind of like studying her yeah i was I'm, trying to listen to what she was saying to oh Wolfman. i think you heard the whole thing yeah she wow. um she heads over to her bunk and and crawls onto the bed maybe um I'm like sitting on it with my yeah. feet still on the ground and I'm just like staring at the piece of paper and my fingers are like running over it and I'm just like it, it's clear that this is really bothering me um and and maybe perhaps for the first time I'm very visibly just upset pure upset um Ellie is usually pretty happy and enjoys you know training and enjoys even she's had tasks where she has to go steal but this is one where she's like, no, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> but she did. <laughs> so I don't know. <sighs> I, I I would say I sit there for what feels like a very long time. And then finally, I, I fold the paper. I put it back in the envelope and I sort of stuff it in a pocket. And that's when I stand and turn towards the door and I look at you two. Who are you? Are you just and I know who you are, but I'm just like. I'm so out of it. Who are you? Are you here to spy on me? Did Zack send you? We're your initiation team. Right. Right, I get a team. Right, you're there to make Everyone sure does. I don't mess up. And I had to go through it. Look at Aya, and I'm just like, I think that of both of them, Aya would be able to pick up just how like terrified I actually am. Oh yeah, I, I was giving you as much time as you needed because I remember what it was like for my initiation. It's never easy, so. I guess, I, I guess, I guess we gotta do this. And we don't have to do it. You do. Wow. Yes, thanks, Zell. Thanks. <laughs> 
Thanks for pointing that out. You know what? You want to point out the obvious with, you know, Wolfman over here? You go ahead. <laughs> you can shoot the shit all night, but you got something you got to do. Unbelievable. And I just, like, shove my way past both of them. Yeah. Out, out the door towards the towards the lobby again. Yeah. Um, I smile at Zell because she, I love her. She's just <laughs> straight to the point and gives no shits. Yeah. Um, Wolf Killer is also smiling at Zell because he's in love with her. Um, and then uh, you two leave and he, he waves and lowers his hand to the desk. And uh, yeah, I guess the, the three of you head back down towards the lobby area. There's a few less people mm -hmm. in here. You guys know that roughly around the, uh, the toll of midnight, it starts to empty out in the Assassin's Guild. Uh, a few more people suspiciously go missing as they get their own envelopes and targets and things, sometimes for just the evening, sometimes for weeks or months at a time um, before you'll see them again. Um, there's a few less people in here. The, um, the older dwarf that was there is gone. You also notice that um, a lot of the, the the younger folks that were at that table appear to have gone as well. This is also not uncommon. It's possible that they were taken away to be trained in some way. They do, you do a lot of training at night um, from anything from hiding and stealth tactics and uh, climbing, um, strength training, endurance, um, and then weapons and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, the, the, the place seems to have thinned out a little in the... Um, you know, 20 minutes or so since you were last here. Uh, but there's still a few people around um, sort of kind of looking up at you now. I think a few of them see you come back in and they're, uh, they look like they go to speak to you, but they don't. Again, same situation where people kind of look away from your stare as you walk in or don't quite meet your eyes and go back to whatever they were doing at the desk. I'd say I don't look at them. I, I, I'm normally like, I greet everybody and, and I'll say, I know everybody's name and everyone knows my name. And, but this time I'm just staring at the ground and I'm like, you know, putting away the daggers. I'm, you know, putting my bow behind my back and making sure I have enough arrows. I check my, my pouch that has like poisons in it to make sure I packed all the right things. And I'm just not looking at anyone. Mm. And I'm quiet, which is not like me. And maybe that's why they don't talk to me, because they can just see that something is wrong, and they probably know why. Mm -hmm. uh, so. And then do you head out? Yeah, I'd say at that point, um, yeah, I just head out. I look towards the door, uh, the corridor where Zach would be, though, first. I, like, stand there, and I pause like I'm expecting him to come out. And when he doesn't, I just sigh, and I walk out. Yeah. And uh, I guess your uh, team follow you out. You head out mm -hmm. into the uh, into the into the evening, back out onto the same street that we recognized from previously, where um, where the you can trap is um, a little different. There's no snow this time. Uh, it's uh, it's um, maybe a, a, a warmer evening, um, but still nothing compared to the horrific snow. Um, covered baloner that we've uh, we've been in um, relatively empty street uh, the the Duke and trap you can hear a few people from inside kind of laughing and uh, and and drinking and there's a, a clash of glass or something like that but it's not a very busy uh, um, a very busy pub um, 
as you appear once again from this basement you walk out onto the open street um again big city life no one even looks at you no one cares that you're there and the three of you step out um what's the plan what are you doing uh, i'm gonna go to my hmm this is this is the tricky part well, I know where she is going to be because I I kind of have a decent idea of her schedule. And seeing as it's nighttime, um, I'd probably stop by her home first. Okay. Um, not to go in or anything, but to like just peer in through windows and stuff. Check she's not home. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Ellie starts moving across town. So... Um, she lives a little further away, um, a little bit further out from what is essentially we established previously, relatively near to the center of town. Um, you know that Gertrude kind of lives uh, a, a a pretty standard-looking life. Um, she just yeah. seems to be um, just an, a normal person with a small um, little room that she rents. Um, on a on a street on the outskirts of town and you maybe start maneuvering maneuvering through town again it's it's late um people are still um out and it's and it's relatively busy here in the center of town but as you start to get towards the outskirts there's a lot less lights on um there's uh any family homes and things they've all gone to sleep anybody that gets up and works early have all gone and the people around these parts start to thin out and i think probably you three move down alleyways and move down the um the darker streets that people avoid typically at this time of night with a lot more ease and you you know all these little um little shortcuts and secret um secret little alleys through the town so you guys probably moving through these cuts a little bit of the time off um your average person wouldn't think to take this route wouldn't even dare there's no doubt they would get hit by a bandit or a rogue of some kind is going to cut their purse minimum. Um, but the three of you move through these alleyways perfectly safely, perfectly fine before eventually Ellie leads the three of you to um, another unassuming kind of road. Almost all of the lights out here. Um, yeah, you, uh, you approach the building. You look up to the first floor. You can see from the outside that the room that she rents, there is no... Uh, no light on. I'm gonna try and get up to the room. Alright, by what means? You're gonna go in normal means or you wanna try and Yeah, Assassin's I think I would go in normal wall? means. I would I would turn to the other two and I would just say, just keep a lookout outside, make sure What are we doing here? Don't worry about it. Okay, well, you don't I just have, have something I need to get from inside, and I'll be okay. back out, and we'll we'll go to the target. All right. You... Yeah, I look so... over at Aya. Maybe this is the target. I look at Ellie. I'm kind of a little bit shocked. Aya would know this person he... if she found out the I name, do right? Know... Okay. Yes, I do know and, who this person is, and I know who they are to you, so yeah. that's why I'm a little bit surprised that we're here. 
And then when I see that look of shock, that's when I just, I give, I give you a nod. And my face just looks like I'm about to break down in tears. And I turn around and I walk in. Yeah. Um, yeah, you head in. There's a, there's a little, uh, there's a little stairway that leads through past some doors. Kind of like when you see homes that have been turned into a, a, a block of apartments or something like that. They've, they've adjusted like what feels like a small, um, uh, a hallway that leads past two rooms that could probably be rented. Maybe one of them belongs to the guy that owns the building that you would know. Um, you hear probably from inside somebody um, having a conversation with somebody else on the lower floor. Not a big deal. You can hear two men speaking. And then you head up the stairs up to the second floor to the uh, to the room uh, that belongs to Gertrude. What do you do at the door? I just walk in. Door's locked. I try to lockpick it then. Yeah, give me a thieves tools check. Uh... It will query you, but you want to use uh, uh, dexterity, I think. Let me double check. 19. Damn. Yeah, it takes a little moment. Um, you, uh, you take a little while. You notice that the lock appears to be a very simple lock. Um, yeah. But as you start to work it, you realize that actually it's it's a little bit more of an advanced lock than it appears to be. But nothing wild, nothing you can't pick. It takes a little longer than you expect, but only by maybe 30 seconds before you hear a as the, uh, the door unlocks. And then you turn the handle and open it. And you can see inside to um, darkness again. No lights on at all in here. I pretty much know my way around this room a little bit. And I'd say, like, I immediately, as I'm quietly trying to walk through the room, I walk up to her dresser, and I sort of pick up this photo. And it's of her, and it, she's younger, and uh, it's hand-drawn. It's not actually, like, a picture. It's hand-drawn by someone, and it's of her and her late husband. And um, I take it out of the frame and I roll it up and I put it in my in my leather pocket. Mm. <laughs> and then I pull the dresser back and there's this floorboard that's loose and I pull it up and I look down inside and I see some parchment that's been wrapped and tied um, and I grab it out. Okay. That's where she kept a map of wherever she is right now. Yeah, this is um, this is the sort of emergency map. Yeah, that you and only a few people are aware of that uh, gives you the location of the thieves guild. Yep. Um, you look at it in here. Your I'd say I'd already looked at it. Good idea of what's going on, but yeah, I would say that um, I've already looked at this several times, and so um. I don't look at it just yet. I, I I just tuck it away for now, and I probably put it in my quiver, honestly, since it'll fit in there. Yeah. And then I I start to make my way back down. I I don't really take much time reminiscing, but as I'm at the doorway, I do turn around and sort of look at the room one more time. And I just <laughs> just deeply sigh, and I close the door, and I start to go back outside. Only a D twenty. This is just okay. a random to determine any extra information. 12. 12. So the location of the Thieves Guild is pretty, um, is 
is relatively well known to you. Maybe you've discussed it with her before. Maybe she let out some information. She's, she would have explained to you that there's no way that you can go there. Um, you literally, you have just like, there is no way that even a prestigious member of the Thieves Guild could ever walk and just waltz into the Assassin's Guild um, yeah. without, you know, an invitation or accompaniment. And even that is pretty much, has, has never happened in your experience at least. Um, the same thing goes for the uh, the Thieves Guild. You have to be an initiated thief or somebody who's at least training, that kind of thing. It's a very similar situation. The Assassin's Guild and the Thieves Guild probably know each other, maybe work together. They're definitely not enemies. Um, and uh, you... They also um, have like this mutual, like mutually beneficial relationship where they don't mess with each other and they sometimes help each other out. Exactly. So there's no real bad blood between them, and as far as you're aware, there hasn't been in as long as you know. Again, um, the uh, the thieves guild is located down by um, one of the larger canals. There's a there's again there's a, a set of canals that run through the entirety of Bologna. There are some larger ones that people use for. Um, uh, transport and for moving maneuvering things up and down they use little barges and small boats and things to move up and down um, and there are smaller ones the thieves guild is located at one of the smaller ones pretty relatively near to where the assassins guild is that on the on the south side of that kind of inner core um, of the, um, the city there is a, a particular canal that runs um, east to west and uh, thieves guild is located down on the dock side of what looks from the outside to be just somewhere that you can hire very small little boats to go up and down the canals um the entire thing is a front um it is just a, a boat hire thing but really no one actually hires them apart from fake people that just members of the thieves guild that use the boats to pretend to hire them and use them to go up and down the river really if you head in there and you head beyond the um the entrance way you can get in through the uh the boat hire building which is set down and underneath the roadside so you go down to the uh to the dock side and then you go underneath the roadside into a set of underground um secret underground corridors and tunnels that are behind this inbuilt um, and I think that's kind thing. of what the map would kind of show is like the different entrances and how this is like one of the more secretive ones right the information no. is stuff that she would have told you. It wouldn't be present yeah. on the map. One of the other things that she uh, she uh, would have told you on a 12 is that um, they purposefully set it by the dockside because anybody that walks into the uh, the the um, the thieves guild with wet shoes is known to not be the person that they might be posing to be. Disguised self, that kind of thing. There's magics that can get you to change shape and stuff like that. And just walk in the front door even if you had access to this map or information from torturing one of the other rogues the um the the dockside is always wet and anybody that walks in and leaves a trail of footprints and wet boots um is a sure giveaway that they are in fact not one of the uh, or whoever they say they are might not necessarily be useful to you here but it is something that you're aware of um you guys heading down there then i guess or well i guess you walk down roadside and um, the other two, you see her come back outside, um, and I don't think it looks like you have anything extra with you. Um, yeah. You heard no commotion from upstairs. Was she there? Yeah. No, she... She wasn't there. That would have been too easy, wouldn't it? Couldn't make it easy. 
<sighs> so what's the plan? Well, I know where we need to go, and uh, in order to do that, we have to find the docks and find the entryway into the canals for the Thieves' Guild. And how do you plan on doing that? Oh, I know. I know how to get there. Um, it's being undetected and making our way through these canals, which I, I haven't actually been through them. I could have maybe explored them a little bit, but I didn't know this was going to... This is this is how this day was gonna go. So, yeah. anyone good at navigating mazes? I look between you two. I look to Zell to see how much help we want to give. You're muted. Sorry. At this, no, no. Thank you for telling me. Otherwise, I just ramble. Um, <laughs> I smile and. You can see that I have fangs, and um, I kind of lick one of them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we should. Uh, I think you need to do this. Right, right. I need to do this. Well, if we get lost and you don't help, that's on you too. And I just turn around and walk away. I'm like kind of snickering though, because my sense of humor is just weird. Hi. All right. As we're walking, I start to whistle a little bit because I'm just trying to distract myself. Yeah, and, and so. the the walk is probably equidistant from the one that you've just done. Um, it might take you a little while, but not too not too um, too long, considering how quickly you guys can maneuver through the town. Eventually, coming towards the uh, the south side of the um, the innermost reaches of Bellona. Um, it starts to pick up pace again. More and more people you can hear maneuvering through the town. The, the um, pubs and taverns and inns are still pretty much in full effect. You can hear people wandering from one to another. Um, you can pass every now and then. You'll pass a set of saloon doors and you'll hear the same familiar sounds of bards playing songs, people enjoying their night. Every now and then you'll see somebody burst out from the front of the bar and fight in the street before kind of laughing and clapping each other on the back and heading back in for another drink. Um, eventually you come to the um, the canal that you're looking for. Um, once you walk along um, for a few minutes, you get to a, a set of stairs that take you off of the main path and down onto the more um, wooden dock area. Uh, walking along there for another minute or two, you come to this um, this boat hire, and that's all it says. It's very kind of run down and old looking. Um, it just says boat hire um, above a single door, um, and out the front of it, you can see a few small little boats, similar to the ones that you might get in like Venice. You know those ones with the sticks, that kind of thing, um, as well as a few smaller rowboats that appear to be all kind of chained up and locked up on the dock. The shop appears to be closed single door underneath the sign embedded in against loads of others as well there are a bunch of doors that you walk past some of them are warehouses some of them are other businesses that sell all sorts of things um along here some of them are just privately owned um like i don't know what they are warehouses they could be people, places where people live but here you are at the front of it doesn't i mean how do you approach the front the door here do you do anything weird i would check for traps yeah uh, what are you doing? You looking for them? Yeah, I mean, 
Did anything I'm not going to try and taste them or feel them. <laughs> I'm just yeah. looking at this moment. Are there any obvious traps? Uh, I don't know if has anyone been some, through like, here? Throw, throw a rock at the door and see if it explodes or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, give me I'm an, trying uh, to make as little noise as possible because I don't want to alert anyone that might be in the area. So if, you're all, if you guys are already kind of like approaching stealthily and cautiously, you can give me stealth rolls. Um, and okay. then um, Ellie, give me a, uh, an investigation check. Okay. Uh, 19 and 15. 19 stealth. 15 investigate. 19 stealth. 15, 15 stealth. You two should have played twins. Uh, and then <laughs> yeah. 15 on the investigation. Um, yeah, you guys kind of do the thing where you're like shiftily looking back and forth. You walk down onto this kind of thin um, wooden dockside. And it's, it's supported and structured, but it's still... Um, uh, wood therefore footsteps make a little bit larger of a slap if you're kind of just walking casually but none of you make any noise whatsoever um keeping to the the underside of the road allows you to sit in a constant darkness um there's no real light that reaches down here you don't see any lights that are lit along the dockside um there are no boats moving up and down the canal though it is possible that one could come past with a light um, the watch do actually move up and down on the river, but it's still, again, pretty rare. Um, there's some light coming from some of the lamps that are on the roadside and some of the houses and inns and things, and it lets a little bit of a glow across the road, but none of it reaches down here. If anything, it allows for a little bit more of a shadow, and you guys all creep along towards the, um, the opening here of this, um, this boat hire. However... Ellie, I think you start to move in and check specifically the doorway. Yeah, just start moving. Uh, yeah, I would say like the doorway area, just anything around there, because I have no plans of like, like the. It would be like the path to the doorway and the doorway. I'm not worried about it veering off at all. Yeah, I mean it's just a door. It, it sits practically flush against yeah. um, the underside of the road, which is pretty much built out of cobblestone, and it's it's like being under a bridge almost. Um, when you um, approach the doorway, you can see that it's just—it just seems to be a pretty standard-looking door. It's—it's—it's um, it's, um, it's a thickly built, strong-looking wooden door. Breaking the thing down might be an issue, um, and you can see that there is what looks to be a, um, a sort of a brass padlock-looking thing um, on the uh, on the handle, and then also um, a lock on the door itself. It's kind of double locked here. Um, but really, you don't see any traps. It doesn't appear to be anything um, odd going on here on the front of the shop. That also might not be too much of a uh, um, mind-blowing thing for you guys that this is, is supposed to be a front and therefore it just looks the same, locked up the same way everything else is. You don't see any traps. It doesn't look like they've put anything here that any random passerby or child could activate at any point and end up with a, a poisoned arrow in their thigh. Um... Yeah, it is definitely double locked. No traps. Doesn't appear to be anything untoward here either, like some sort of magical scrying orb that's looking down at you or anything like that. I'd also like to keep an eye out on the street for anybody that might be walking by or anything like that, yep. um, which was that perception that I rolled. Okay. Yeah. Um, no. Again, no one really seems to have given a shit about you. Um, and okay. they never really do. Um, if you guys showed up in Bame, where Aura's from, and you three darkly clad, kind of hooded, 
um, figures, you might be the talk of the town. But here, you're a dime a dozen. You probably see guys that look like you all the time that are just people that live here and, you know, it's just a, a flower merchant. And you're like, well, that's just a fashion item. Um, and yeah, no one really... Uh, not only do you guys naturally stick to the, the alleyways and things, but no one seems to be following you, seems to care that you're there. And again, there's okay. no one on this kind of silent stretch of Dockside. You might hear some footsteps go past above you, um, but you can hear that it's like a man and a woman kind of talking. Like, oh, yes, I can't wait to get back. Yes, well, you have to find me with more alcohol. And then they're gone um, before you uh, uh, yeah, continue with whatever you're doing. So... Yeah, you, you really do seem to be alone down here, or at least no one seems to be aware of you. And I've been kind of assuming that you were hyper-vigilant um, as well. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I was keeping an eye out in case anybody sees us, because that's our job. Mm -hmm. Yep, you seem to be alone. Although, any moment now, your, your main worry could be anybody running down randomly from the street, or... Um, somebody taking a, a boat up the uh, up the canal, which is very possible. Okay, so that's kind of what I want to be on the lookout for. Then they'll, any, they'll see any you weird things, in the... regardless of stealthy, you know, bullshit. You're not. You can't actually go invisible. It's very likely no, no, that anyone on a boat would see. But I you. need to take their eyeballs out if that's the case. If they see me, right? Right. I just want to make sure we don't miss anyone. Yeah. Um, and then also, so. How are you, Ellie, how are you checking for traps? Were you actually throwing a stone or are you just looking at the door? I'd say I'd be looking, I'd be looking for visible signs of a trap. Um, you know, kind of like a trip wire, there'd be a small silver, like, you know, line that would maybe flash at certain angles, shit like that, where I don't, <sighs> I wouldn't throw a rock at a door just because yeah. I think that that would make noise. And I don't want to make, I don't want to bring any attention to the fact that we're about to try and walk through the door in case someone's okay. on the other side. Okay. I would also like to look for any visible signs of tampering or traps that may have been laid here. Oh, yeah. Give me an investigation check. <clears> ha! <throat> huh. Three. Natural one. Natural three. Um, you, um, you look this thing over. Um, I think maybe you start to run a knife along the inside of the doorway. Sometimes things can be held in there or, or secret latches. Oh, I'm... I'm not actually interacting. I just want to look. I'm going to let her do it, but I just wanted to see if I saw anything there. Then you see but absolutely nothing, wouldn't. but you also okay. are not convinced that there are no traps when she says that to you. Okay. Can I scan for traps? Yeah. Give me an investigation check. Okay. No traps. They set this thing up to look like any old thing. Um, it's... Uh, you can tell, though, it's a cover. You you are able to work out, even though you know it, but for sure, the way that this is laid out, the way it's set up, it's all too inconspicuous. Too inconspicuous. Um, this is uh, for sure a front. You're used to seeing fronts. You guys are breaking into places a lot, and you're pretty well trained. Um, while you're still somewhat rookies yourselves, you're, you, you at least, for some reasons, Alicia, are pretty, uh, pretty aware that this looks like a front. Um... Everything is meticulously placed. The door looks like it was scratched before it was installed, that kind of thing, to make it look old and run down. Um, so uh, if anything, that would give you the uh, confirmation that this probably does lead into the, um, the Thieves' Guild. But this door is not trapped. Nothing's going to explode or come out at you. What's on the other side, you have no idea. Yeah, I wouldn't say anything. 
I'm, I'd already stand and start walking, or try to see if it's unlocked, and check right. the uh, the door handle. Neither of the, uh, the, the thing is, the door is not unlocked. There's a lock that sits underneath it with a large keyhole, um, which is extremely easy to, um, to pick um, and to unlock. Uh, but there is also a padlock that sits between a latch on the, uh, on the door. So um, you can either pick the lock on that or take the thing off if you wanted to do it that way. Can I look through the keyhole? You can look through the keyhole, yeah. I'm I'm gonna try and look through the keyhole first. Give me a perception like, check. Yeah. Except for perception, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> My wisdom is so bad. Yeah, because you're young. Um, <laughs> the uh, the yeah, you look in. Um, your uh, dark vision does allow you to kind of see inside. Um, you can see that immediately on the right of the keyhole, it looks like there's a um a a wooden. Um, something, maybe a wall mm -hmm. or or even a desk or something like that, like a um, something that's partitioning the room on the other side. Maybe it could be a hallway beyond there. It could be a um, something on top of it. But really, you can't make anything out through the keyhole. It's really hard to see much. It's not a big enough keyhole. It's not like a giant thing. Um, and I think really, it's just that you're you're just unable to see anything. Isn't it? Well, then I just way. try to pick the lock and then remove the other lock. Sure. Give me a thieves' tools check. Just once or twice? Um, twice. Okay, well, ten, I guess, on the ten first the one. Lock. Yep. And then... Nine. Nine. So you're trying to remove the, the other one? So you can, yeah. un you can like, unscrew it, right? And take it off. Yeah, the, just unscrew the it. Um, the ten is a pass. You, you barely even need to use thieves' tools. You can probably jam a, a dagger in there and wedge it upwards and then unlock the thing. You push it across. Um, it's like a chub lock, kind of like a medieval version. And uh, you do that very easily and very quickly. Then you start to try and unscrew the, um, the padlock. Um, and as you're unscrewing the screw, it just endlessly unscrews. You have a small little um, screwdriver and it just keeps turning and keeps turning and keeps turning and keeps turning. It never comes out. The first screw never, ever comes out and doesn't even look like it's loosening. Oh, does any do either of you I, have a better screwdriver? I step screwdriver up to, to help her here. Yeah. And yeah. I look at my screwdriver, and it's old, and it looks worn. Like it's just not—it's just not connecting with the screw, and it's—I'm starting to get pissed. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, you want to give it a go as well? Yeah. Give me a thieves' tools check as well. When it queries, you give me sleight of hand. Oh, sleight of hand. I mean dexterity. Sorry. I knew what you meant. Yeah. Ha ha. I was looking Nine. at the word sleight of hand. Same thing happens to you. Um, you start unscrewing it with uh, your set of tools here and you start unscrewing the thing. The screw turns um, and quite easily, but it just keeps turning and keeps turning and keeps turning and keeps turning. Um, so I have a question for you. Hmm. You can choose one of your skill proficiencies and then also be proficient with these tools. Is there a way I needed to select that on the tool? Sorry, what? For future roles. Where are you? What are you reading this from? Just when so you make... ro rogue first level, you get expertise on your mm -hmm. thieves tool, and then something else. But yeah. I don't know how to make sure that that's happening on roll twenty for future roles. Uh, so expertise, you want to um, it doubles your proficiency, I think. So mm -hmm. you should be getting a plus four. So let's see here. You got a, you got a 
plus five plus two so yeah that would be an 11 let's see how okay. i can adjust your bullshit um expertise there you go there's a drop down so in theory i'm just gonna roll one in fact roll me again just so i can see if it's working Yeah, yeah, you fixed it. And then plus four. So, um, okay. what I'll give you on this is, it's a, it's a, it's it's either a very, very threaded, um, uh, um, screw, or it's a trick screw that's designed to just never come off. Okay. And it's just always going to spin. Well, You're not going to take a... it out. Yeah, this is always going to spin. This is a trick. See, you notice how, like, the threading here, when you turn it like this, it'll just always turn. It looks like it's going to go, but it never actually does. Can I take my dagger out, jam it in between the lock and the door, and just, like, start pulling? <laughs> um, You can, yeah. Give me an athletics check. Okay. Another thing I'm probably not good at. Mm. Oh no! You do it. <laughs> you do the thing. You okay. ping, you break the thing off. Um, but it's so loud. It's oh, so no. loud. It, it just makes a terrible... You hear the cracking of wood. It jolts the door open where it's been unlocked. And <sighs> the thing pings off. Ping! Um, hits the ground. The, the lock and everything rolls across the, the stone behind you and falls into the water. Ding, 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 ding. Plop. Um, the door... In the door frame. It, it kind of, it's it's pretty fucking loud. It's quiet around where you are. It's a very very loud thing. Um, a few seconds pass. No one seems to be coming for you or anything like My that. My eyes are just a, wide, and I look at Aya like, oh shit. It was horrifically <laughs> loud. For what you wanted to do. However, the door is openable now. I'm gonna look around so nobody noticed. Like, do I know that nobody noticed? Give me perception checks if you guys want. Yep. I will roll my secret evil dice. 9, 15, and uh, 15. We, we should have been twins. I know. <laughs> um, it's creeping me out a little. <laughs> on the outside here, no one seems to have noticed, as far as you can tell. You can't account for the inside, but nobody like pops their head over the edge. Um, nobody is uh, suddenly running down. There isn't, there isn't anybody around here that seems to give a shit of about this horrible noise um whether it was like it was it was loud and it was especially loud considering you're trying to be kind of stealthy but um yeah it doesn't seem like anyone seems to have noticed you on the outside here at all so ellie i would just um recommend next time not being so loud i just kind of smile at her i punch zell in the, in the shoulder not like like playfully punch. Whatever. Yeah, I did. Whatever. You know what? Whatever. This is, this day could not get any worse. Those are words I'm probably gonna eat though. <laughs> and I will start walking down um, as quietly as I can. You going in? Yeah. I exchange a knowing look with Zell. Like the day is most definitely going to get worse. And then I walk inside behind her. All right. Give me stealth yeah. checks if you're stealthing your way in creepily. 16? Uh, 15, 16, 11. How do um, I turn that off again? Sorry, what? The, the double roll? Doubles. I'll do it on the break, which we're going to oh, okay, go sorry, to sorry. right now as you creep oh. inside 
the uh, the doorway and head into the um, into the front at least of what um, Ellie seems to have uh, revealed to you guys to be the Thieves Guild, the much hidden uh, secret, almost um, twin of the Assassins Guild or the Shadow Syndicate. And uh, yeah, each each of you kind of quietly begins to head in. And I think from our perspective, we see all three of you slip inside the door and it close quietly behind you. Um, and yeah, some drunken man falls out from a tavern above where you are and rolls into the street and then vomits. That is uh, where we go to a little break. Whew. We'll be back in a, uh, in a few minutes. Thanks so much for watching. Don't forget that we have our new show starting up. So write down the date of the trailer, which will play once again immediately. And uh, remember when remember when Ellie was was the the best ever, best ever, best ever. No, Man. I don't. She came so far. <laughs> she came so far. All right, we'll be back after the break. Thanks so much for watching. And uh, okay, bye. Bye.
everyone and welcome back to Table Stories Dying Order in the past. Um, I think roughly ten years ago. No, five years ago. Ten years ago. That would be absurd. So, y'all head down, 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 down into uh the uh into the into the 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 thieves guild well no actually no you don't you walk into a room just a room um here uh, as you close the door behind you it's um it just looks like a small merchant's hovel just a little simple room there is a um there is a a pretty large front um uh, wooden fronted desk that sits um, up on a slightly elevated level to your right, um, with a with a big a uh, chair for someone to sit in all day. Um, there's there's a, a pot of ink and a quill on top of there, and nothing else. Behind the chair, there is a case, like a pretty large-looking um, storage locker-looking thing uh, with a little brass lock on it. And um, then there's a back wall that has all sorts of um, sailing things, oars, bits of um, brass uh, and copper banding that might be used on the fronts of smaller boats and things like that. Um, there's even things like fishing tackles and um, uh, rods and stuff like that that seem to line at the back of the wall. Not necessarily on sale, but probably come with certain hires and things like that. For all intents and purposes, it looks like a very small room which has... Um, uh, served as a genuine looking um, boat hire room and that's it no doors no windows that lead out or anywhere else apart from the one behind you um would this be on this wouldn't be on the map at all no oh I was gonna say am I muted okay cool um I'm gonna turn back, I guess, and look at them and be like, "I have any of you ever been here?" Probably a dumb question. Have we? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you ever would have been here. All right. Okay. If you've been here, shake my head. Would be then. insane. There's no way you've been to the thieves' guild. No one has, unless you're an actual member of the thieves' guild, um, which you're not. And the. Uh, this is a fake boat selling thing, right? Like, it's just a front for um, the, the taxation people, and that's it. Like, you can't actually hire a boat here, so there's no reason that you would ever have been here, no. You might have walked past the place a hundred times, but... Can I do a perception check for footsteps? Like, in, like, the dust or something that's down here? Because I imagine this place is not upkept. And so if someone had walked through here, there might be tracks. Yeah, although it's not a perception check, it's uh, an investigation oh. check, or oh, you can do okay. a survival check to, to sort of activate tracking, if you'd like. Can I do both? Like, just to look around the room and then kind of investigate for any traps or anything? Sure. Uh, nine for investigation. Ellie pulls out a uh, magnifying glass and starts looking around. <laughs> um, mm, yes. 10 and 14. I, you look around the room. Um, on a 10 for your perception, kind of looks, again, pretty, you don't get any more than what I kind of mm, described before. Yeah. Um, uh, on a 9, 
um, Ellie, you... You notice one thing, your own footsteps, all of you, there are wet boot prints all around um, from where oh, you guys have walked into the entranceway shit. here. Um, Aya, you also would pick up on that. Um, and on a 14, you... Um, what did I write down? Yes, you... Uh, what are you looking for specifically? Any traps or anything that's unusual? Mm. You... Um, Looking around this place, you it, it totally seems completely above board. The the walls are all like load-bearing walls. They're holding up the pathway and the road above you. Um, there's a reason there's no window on the front of this place. It's a load-bearing wall. It doesn't. It can't mm-hmm. have any instability to the structure. Um, and you notice that you you go around the walls. Um, you are very aware that each of the walls doesn't have like a secret thing. It doesn't seem like any of them are hollow or there's anything hidden behind them. When you step up onto the area where the um, the front of the desk is, there's a slightly elevated piece of the room that you step up onto a wooden platform, kind of, um, with the chair on it. Um, it doesn't seem too untoward that that would be in the room, but um, the uh, not only does it feel hollow to, to touch, when you look towards the chest there, um, the chest seems very off to you. Um, maybe assuming that there's something wrong with the uh, with the chest here, you um, get close enough, and this is where I'm going to fold in your perception check. You can hear the sound of of um, dripping, like uh, like you were in a sewer, or like there was a, a cave drip to a tunnel. It sounds like it's underneath the area where the chest is, and as you bring your ear down towards where the chest is, you can hear that underneath here there might be a tunnel way seems to lead away from maybe down below or behind that where that chest is uh i lock eyes with zell and i gesture towards the chest um what's ellie doing right now um, i have a magnifying glass and i'm looking for footsteps she's looking at her own footsteps (laughs) okay Mm. all right i don't i wouldn't say it's that bad but no i think you guys are doing the same thing but it's it's Mm -hmm. the it's the aya you pick up on the uh the chest first i'll um start making my way towards the chest mm-hmm. and um i'm assuming it's locked it is yeah it looks it just looks like a lock box kind of a big wooden thing um pretty pretty big like a locker um but looker a big one i'll try to start picking the lock on it okay give I me think... that thieves tools check okay and i just click that under the tools I actually would stop you. I think I would okay. reach out and grab your hands because uh, I don't know if opening the chest is a is a trap, but I think I would do that. I think we need to... So then I point, because I'm trying not to speak while we're in the room. So I point to the chest and I point to my ears and then I... Maybe, can I move the chest? Give me an athletics check. I'd be watching them at this point, obviously not looking at my feet still. Ten. <laughs> Ten. Um, how are you trying to move it? You like dragging it, kicking I'm it, just, it? I just want to show her that it's movable, potentially, mm. if it is. I don't want to like lift it and drag it all the way. I just want to slide it a little bit. Totally not movable. Like... Uh-huh. Can I okay. do an investigation of it while she's trying to move it? Yeah, I mean the investigation check. Mm. Um, you work out exactly what's going on here. 
Um, the chest uh, is um, not a chest at all. It, the chest is just a thing that sits um, on top of one of these wooden panels. The um, lock, you can unlock and might open up the chest, but it probably wouldn't do you much because as you start to look over the chest and realize that it doesn't move, um, you see behind the chest and the wall, where the wall connects to the wood here is a little odd. There's some there's some wear as if the, um, the where the wall meets the wood has been worn away and eroded and just, just a little... Um, just a little smoothness going on at the bottom of the stone there. Um, as you kind of look back and take a look at what's going on, you start to piece together that, that probably attaches to that. And actually underneath where your feet are, just in front of the chest, underneath the wood there, prob is probably a large or multiple large hinges. And if you lift the chest upwards and towards you, um, it's going to act like a door, like a trap door. It's going to open up towards you and the chest is irrelevant. It's just a big kind of door thing um whether that's going to activate things you're not too sure um but it doesn't seem like it it looks like it would just open up um but it's probably relatively heavy whatever fellow sits here all day might be a big burly fellow there's a big chair sat in front of the desk so it could be a strong man type fellow one of those i mean like not a not a feminism strong man but i mean a classic vintage strong man with the with the things not you know those guys um, handlebar handlebar mustache you know like put him up put him up here she that, that guy um to uh to open the thing for people that's maybe what they do um which also might suggest that there's one just underneath the thing as well that being said we've all been traipsing around and wandering around so they might know you're here who knows you kicked open that door pretty loud i'd i'd look at aya and i'd point at the hinges Uh, can I gesture? Oh, you for don't Ellie see to the hinges. Over? You just you can work yeah. out on a twenty. It's ridiculous somehow. You've I don't know your oh, mechanic okay. that this thing is probably on on hinges underneath here, um, that allow it to swing forward to you based on how you've worked out the the stone and movement. And okay. you can see that the planks of the wood are in such a way that they seem to all be a lot closer and solider, like a door underneath where the chest is. Uh, okay. So when you gesture. I'll see, okay, it's not something I move. It's something that will move. So then is there a, I, I kind of point to the room around, like maybe there's a, something, a lever or a hidden knob that will make the chest move, mm, right? It's not. Cause it's, yeah. So since, cause I, I worked out that I have, we have to pull it up, right? Yeah. Like lifting the chest or maybe like, there might be some way to do it that they do it that you don't know. Like they might have a, a stick with a hook that pulls the thing back, that kind of thing, maybe in amongst all the things that are on the other wall. Um, but yeah, it's not a lever or a, it's not a mechanical based no. thing. It's it's essentially a door on the ground with a chest super glued yeah. on top, right? Um, and you've just got to open the door. Um, but how they do it, you're not 100% sure, but it wouldn't matter if you just literally lifted the chest, it would open it. If you've got a whatever device they use to open it with as well, that would work too. It seems yeah, to be- probably yeah i don't think i know that so i'm yeah i would gesture around the room to be like maybe there's something here i would stand up at this point and just lean really close into her ear to say it's a door and we need to open it but she needs to figure this out not us i mean i'm like standing i've i already said <laughs> i turned my attention back to you guys and i'm like right there give me an investigation <laughs> check uh, Ellie. okay it's getting really dark here by the way sorry 
Um, do, 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 normal. 22. So, um, you see them kind of loitering around by this part of the room, maybe, and you kind of saunter over. Um, they move out of the way and pretend to go about their business in other parts of the room, and you start to do your own little specific investigation of the area where they are. When you're looking around, um, you pretty much deduct the same things. It takes you a moment to realize that the stone uh, where the where the wood meets the wall is very strange and different and smooth, as if something's been like continually opened nearby. Um, then you realize that actually maybe the wood can come up here, and if that's the case, then this is just a false bottom. It's a trap door that, that you can open somehow. And you basically deduct everything that Zalesia did. It just takes you a, a, a few minutes longer get to that yeah it's like it takes me longer because i see them staring at it i'm like it's just a box and then i like look closer and i'm like oh <laughs> yeah. um so i would push them aside and try to lift it quietly all right give me an uh, athletics check to do 15 yeah you do it and pretty quietly as well it's extremely quiet it's very strange nice. Um, it's heavy, but not as heavy as you were expecting. Um, yeah. The whole thing appears to be created in such a way that it's supposed to look like a false chest that's heavy, but actually it's probably made out of like thin wood, balsa wood, that kind of thing, and uh, and then painted to look like you know a big thick mahogany chest, that kind of thing. The door itself does seem to act like a trap door um, in that when you lift it up, it just comes up towards you. Um, you bring the thing up. It opens very quietly, and again, it's much lighter than you were expecting, so whether there is a strong man or not, um, not too sure. Um, as you open the thing up, again, very silently bring it over, bring it to a soft thud on the wood, and look down. Um, you see a set of um, steps that lead down into a corridor. Um, there's a little uh, a little bit of... Um, of, of uh, um, water um, puddles small puddles that seem to be coming down from natural drips now where you're probably somewhere underneath where the canal is you can see that there are natural bits of water coming down but this looks like if anything it looks like an extension of the aqueduct or the sewer that runs underneath Alona um, but probably a disused area or maybe an, an incomplete piece um, as there doesn't appear to be any sewer stuff going on whatsoever and it just looks like a corridor that runs um, further towards the east, which is where the canal was heading along and away, underneath what the rest of the shops and things would be here. I think I would listen for any voices or footsteps. Yeah, give me a perception check. Ooh, oh, natural roll 20. Um, you do actually hear the sounds of people very casually drinking and uh, laughing, and it sounds like there's a tavern down there, maybe, but a small tavern with only a few people in there. Um, you oh, catch shit. the sounds of, of a few people, um, men, women, um, sitting around, not like the, the raucous, wild, casual, like, you know, like people drunk and fighting in the street kind of situation that you had um, up there, but somewhere down there, it sounds not too dissimilar to when your um, the Shadow Syndicate um, area that you guys were in earlier on where they were kind of all sitting around although tonight there was a somber and an odd and uncomfortable mood most evenings you can probably find people there um playing cards you know drinking eating their meals maybe having casual conversation um the 
much like the 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 shadow syndicate the, the only family that a lot of these thieves have um are each other and they probably spend their evenings here rather than in one of the more public taverns um and you'd find the same thing with the assassins um you're pretty aware that the, a lot of the thieves here are all like orphans and urchins that turn to this thing and just get good to the point where they can join the thieves guild and take on better projects um you know just get good for heists, heists and things <laughs> instead of just pickpocketing people on the street bow um so um yeah you uh yeah you can you can hear that there are people down there but much further down the corridor it sounds like much much further away she's gone does she's, it sound like the no 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 <laughs> I can you, you hear me stealthing. still yeah i thought you were just like stealthing up in character <laughs> I I have really into stealth. No, I had to turn a light on. Um, can I tell that this corridor would lead, or this uh, stairway would lead directly to this corridor? Like there, or would we have a? Would it seem like we had a chance to exit the corridor and not walk directly into all these people? It sounds pretty far away. It sounds like you can easily get down there and probably start moving okay. down the hallway. It it doesn't even it doesn't sound like they're like right down there. It sounds like they're pretty far down and it's echoing down a corridor and then long to where you are you okay, guys can for would, sure get down there there's no one down there i would start to walk down then yeah yep. stealthily all of you oh yes, yeah always all right give me the stealth checks 26 nice 16 16 22 22 yeah you very quietly start moving into the um into the uh the 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 sewer system looking area here um the damp looking more um cavern like portion of the corridor up ahead of you you can see that it um uh it turns into uh there's a hard left that that turns um and you can make out a set of small stairs that look like they lead upwards a little way um and turns into another corridor that maybe heads up um once again back up to the same level that you were on um into somewhere a little further down from where you guys were off the path um and then you can make out those voices as you come up to the edge of that corridor there you can see this more um carefully made set of stone steps there's the 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 water running off of the walls and the the mildew and moisture is all over and it turns into what looks like a decent and well-kept stairway um but you can hear those voices still they sound a little closer than they were before like they might be um at the top of the stairs or a little further in what you guys want to do i'm assuming you're like up doing the assassin up against the wall thing here oh yeah we'd be we'd be totally doing the the cartoony like creep around as as carefully as possible and make no noise um I'm assuming like the sounds are getting way louder at this point. Uh, you can hear them. It still sounds like it's drifting <sighs> down a corridor towards you, but compared to before, it's a, it's a lot louder. You know, you picked up on it with like elven, you know, ear bullshit before. Now, you're um, you're all able to very clearly hear that there's not a lot of people, but enough that you can hear people sitting around just chatting, having yeah. conversations about things. I would take the uh, map out of my quiver, out of my quiver, mm. and I would untie it and open it up and um, try to deduce where we are and then where I need to go, because right. I would know like where her room is because she labeled it because it's her map. <laughs> yeah. So you um, you look at the map and now the map makes makes a lot more sense to you. 
Um, yeah. There's a set of stairs that lead upwards. Um, at the at the top of the stairs, there's a, a junction, like an L. Uh, well, a T, actually, because you'd be coming up. A T junction. Um, if you head straight forward, there's an open plan room, which is probably here where this this these people are. They've probably got tables and chairs and maybe a small bar that they use. Um, and uh, that would be where they are. You can probably get up. You can probably look around this corner and start moving up the stairway before um, they see you. You need to do a right before you head there at the T-junction and then another right very quickly down another set of stairs. And that's her area. That's where she operates from. She has a little private area where she can um, relax and she also has what is essentially an office, right? Um, Zach has a very similar thing going on. He has his own room, his own private quarters in there as well. So... Um, yeah, you need to get up the stairs, get past this room where they might be able to see you from the corridor and do a quick right, um, and then you should be in the area where she is. I I point that on the... I Well, I hold the map up to them and I like mm. sort of show the direction that we're going to be going. And, and then I just roll it back up, put it in the quiver, and I start walking. I think I grab her arm gently. And I gesture towards the people at the, like, the people in their eyes. What do you want to do? Okay. Just, I'm going to keep trying to stealth past them and, and stay low and quiet. So um, you guys are moving around and up the stairs into the corridor where... Well, because we'd be going, you said we'd be going right, not straight first, right? And they're in the, the part that you go straight, and we'd be going right. Right. Let me give you, I'll Jump. draw, I'll draw you. So we're going to play yeah. that child's game where the parents aren't looking, quick dodge, go. Yeah. Right, yeah. And that, yeah, that is Everybody essentially what you that need game, to do. Right? Um, you guys are, um, my roll 20 would ever work. Um, if here's the corridor, yeah, you guys are there. I'll change the thing. Um, they are here. You need to get there. Oh wow! Okay, so we have to okay, make I a see now. shot down the. We have to make a dash down the corridor, which is Basically. possible, but yeah, yeah it would be a, a, a. I guess a quick and quiet dash. Yeah. So uh, when I look down the corridor, do I see anyone that is face like see anyone facing directly towards us at all? Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. You guys round the corner, and there's a, a small set of stairs. Not enough to completely conceal you, but enough that if you get down, you can actually kind of hide and look over the top of the stairway and maybe duck down using the stairway almost as a little bit of a peeping ledge. Um... Looking down the corridor, we, I mean, probably from the reverse perspective, we see three sets of eyes pop up from behind the stairs and then head back down. You can see that the um, at the other end of the corridor, there are a bunch of people that look similarly dressed to you, really. Rogues, bandits, the type of people that um, cut purses and, and um, heist into, um, you know, gem-filled carriages and things like that. Um, sitting around two um, big, pretty big round tables. Um, you can make out from here about six people. Uh, three of them eating food, three of them just sitting casually playing cards on the other table. Um, all of them not even slightly looking this way, do not even seem to have really much of an eyesight on you. Only one of them is at an angle that kind of almost looks down the corridor. But he's at an angle that doesn't 
Um, doesn't, he doesn't he's not always like looking straight down the corridor. He's yeah, kind of looking okay. off. Um, he's probably your biggest threat, but right now he seems to be very entranced by a set of cards in his hands, and all he's doing is looking up at the table and every now and then nice. playing a card. Okay. This I is think a... that oh. if this is, are, are there a lot of lights in these hallways at all, or are they pretty dark? It's dimly lit all the way. Dimly lit. Yeah, there okay, are there then... are sconces along the walls that that uh, have have torches in. Um, they don't cast an enormous glow, but they are intermittently about. The room that they're in is a lot more well lit, but all of the hallways here are lit dimly. It's not mad. There's but there's not really any like shadow jumping that's going to be too easy to do here. Um, that being said, it's it's dimly lit enough that you'd be able to creep around, and if you're successful in in moving swiftly and quietly, you'd probably get past these guys. I think that I would try to do that then. So, what would I roll? Stealth? Um, yeah. Is that what you guys want to do? Yeah, that's what yeah, I want to do. She gestured that that was her plan. So yeah, I would follow what she wants to do. Watching for a little moment three of you mm -hmm. watching these guys um, play their cards when you finally see that a, uh, the, the chap that starts to get into his cards you see him say something to somebody across the table from him and you see that it's your chance to, to go give me stealth checks as you yeah 27 swiftly 13, start 16. moving 27 13 16 uh, Ellie give me a perception check as well Eighteen. You guys move. You suddenly start moving very quickly. After about three footsteps, Ellie, you notice the weirdest thing for a moment. Um, it looks like a red shaft of light, like a solid shaft of light that's running across the the floor um, where you are. Um, then, as you're moving, you go to maybe lift a foot up over it, you catch another one at an angle coming down in front of you before you realize that there's a weird crisscrossing of light in front of where you are, um, maybe about five feet away from the top of the stair here. Um, what do you do? I immediately would just bring up my arm, like as in hold. Mm -hmm. and you guys then are now kind of just... out. Yeah, I would, I would go back then. Yeah, if she Well, I, I trace the light. And does this look like something I could maneuver? Um... Give me an investigation check. No one's looking right at you, but you are Ooh. standing in the hallway now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're still further down Ten. the hall. They're not like right in front of you. Um, you can follow the light. You can see this like solid red light, and it's it's kind of hard to to fix your eye on. Um, it kind of goes in and out of where what seems to be there. It's not like a solid beam of light, like a laser, yeah. but it's very similar to what we would recognize as something like that. Um. There's a mechanical device on the right-hand side of the, the wall. It has like a, a mechanical core um, attached to the right of the hallway. A big kind of um, uh, sphere, metal, a mechanical whore that's a core that's humming, not a whore. Um, humming and it's attached. <laughs> Through the uh, red lines here, that are kind of glistening strangely in the sconce's torchlight. Um, you can see those figures moving around in that break room. They're drinking, they can't, they don't seem to see that you're here or anything like that. Um, this, this thing on the right is fucking weird looking and is probably one of the illegal Arcanine weapons that even the, the Assassin's Guild don't bother with because um, it brings a lot of, you know, dangerous 
Inquisition types um, around. I don't think you would ever have even encountered anything like this. Um, but it's a yeah. wild-looking magical device here. Whatever these light shafts are doing that are twinkling in and out um, is very, very odd. Um, but there's enough space in several parts that it looks like you might be able to kind of dexterously move through or figure out a way to silently shut down this strange Arcanai device. I would signal them to go back then. Yep, mm -hmm. I, would, I would just be like, go back, go back, go back. These guys are far and enough away and making enough noise that you can probably whisper and, and be fine without having to make any checks. Did you guys see the light? The red, the red beams. I don't, I don't know what they are, but I, I have a suspicious feeling they're not going to be something we want to run over or through. It might trigger a trap. Never seen a trap like this. I don't know if we can just disarm it. Where's it coming from? I point out the where the, like all the stuff that you just said, and yeah. then uh, the humming whore. <laughs> I had to say it again, called. I'm sorry. It's known as a humming whore, but you didn't roll high <laughs> enough on the investigation to actually know that. Um, yeah. But I point to the, the device and I'm just like, do you know anything about these? Can I roll? Yeah, same. I don't uh, think... Yeah, give me an investigation check. Magic, huh? Eight. Twenty-one. Eight. Twenty-one. Um... Zalisha, you've never seen anything about it. You're exactly the same as Ellie. Arcanite is super rare. It's almost mythical. Um, uh, no one fucks with it. You've been sworn off it by the the uh, the Shadow Syndicate because fucking with that stuff just brings the Inquisition down on you, and that's the last thing that you guys want. Um, for some reason, though, Aya, you're very aware of what this is. Um, either you've encountered one, or you've been told the story of the Humming Whore. Um, it's an Arcanite alarm thing. Um, you, it doesn't hurt you, it doesn't do anything to you, but if you touch it, it's very likely to make a loud noise or do something to, uh, to alert people. Um, you, uh, what, for whatever reason that you're aware of this thing, um, essentially it's called the humming whore because as soon as you touch the light, someone always just shouts, oh, you whore, and then something yeah. will happen. Um, super illegal. Crazy to see one here, but if you were going to see it anywhere, it would probably be in the Thieves' Guild. They steal okay. whatever they need. Um, so, uh, yeah, in terms of what it is, you can shut it down. Um, and if you have a proficiency in Arcana, you can try and shut the thing down um, by, uh, by um, uh, moving the, the gem inside. It's causing this thing to be activated it's a it's a magical gem um that's reflecting reflecting light out um with or that, just don't touch oh, the light shafts that's all you're going to do okay with that 21 do i know that it's light what do you mean like can i slide a mirror in here and it will just bounce the light somewhere else and then we can move yeah, fast. Yeah, it's not like hard light or anything. It's just, yeah, it's it's a refracted light. The magic okay. is, is in that it's able to, uh, it's it's separate from whatever alarm system is going on. There might be other ones around that are all attached to the same thing. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a very simple tripwire. Okay. It's like an advanced tripwire, basically. Yeah, okay. you, you know that it's just light. Okay. Um... It's a, it's a humming whore, and we can either dodge 
the lines ourselves, or we can reflect it back. It's like a rapier or a saber blade. Just put it right. In well, if we can by. just if we can just reflect back enough to step over the lower ones, then we should be able to get by. Then. Well, yeah, but you have to be careful. It's got to be, you know, it's probably a sword is our best bet. You can't do armor or anything like that. It's got to be that flat surface to reflect. I pull out a dagger and I'm like, well, what about a dagger? Well, yeah, but you'd have to be able to, as long as you can get through all the lights, yeah. Like if we duck down and we use the dagger on the bottom light and don't even yeah. touch the top light, yeah, it should be fine. Okay. Just make sure to keep the dagger there the whole time you cross. Yeah. Reflecting the light. Stay low. Yeah, okay. A humming whore. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess, every time you get caught, you're usually the, exp you know, they say, fucking whore, and then, then they die, right? The alarm goes off, explosion happens. Doesn't sound very pleasant. Um... I guess neither okay. is a humming horror, I guess. I'm going to look back at the lines and see, try to pinpoint which line would be the best to try and reflect as you pass through that would give the most wiggle room without having to worry about the other lines. So kind of like, yeah. For sure the bottom most light, if you stick to the uh, left-hand side of the room and you manage to remove that bottom light, you could easily crawl underneath that thing at a slightly okay. awkward angle, but not difficult for roguish athletic dexterous types such as yourselves. You want to take that bottom one? Yeah, I think that might be the good one. All right. So, okay. you got it? Only one way through. <sighs> Lead the way. my way back out. So, what's the plan? You want to, are you going to, is someone going to reflect the light for one of the others, or you want to do your own reflection and movement thing? I would, we should do our own reflection and movement. Yeah, I think that would be able to do, like, hold it like out in just, front of you, yeah, and you then just, you just pass, you pass through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just literally hold it there and pass through. Yep, okay, so... You could even, like, hold it out and then slide your lower body through first, so that way your upper body would keep, like, stabilized. Right. So, yeah. Give me a sleight of hand check, and then an acrobatics check. 21 sleight of hand. Nice. Uh, 14 acrobatics. 21. Stick a knife in front of the thing, it reflects perfectly, and then you start to move quite deftly and dexterously. You move and slide your way underneath where the other reflections of light are, and quite easily come out on the other side. Um, do you do you move away quickly or stay there? Um, can I actually keep my dagger there while they slide through? You can. It will still be a sleight of hand check. I. I think I'd offer to keep my dagger there while they slide through to sort of help them out. Sure. As in you have poked it. I, I'm, I'm like stretched with it. She's got there. it in place. Yeah. 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 You can do that. You'll have advantage on the sleight of hand check. Who's okay. next to crawl through? I will. All right. Give me another sleight of hand with advantage, Ellie, and then Aya give me the uh, eighteen. The acrobatics check. Sorry, stealth or acrobatics? Sorry, 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 sorry. Acrobatics. Hey. 17. Same situation. She holds the thing in place. She doesn't move it at all. And you slide through to the other side. You guys are 
pretty close to where this um, this room is. Um, but behind you, these people don't seem to be looking down the hallway. You're not making a lot of noise and you're not moving at like crazy movement speeds or anything like that either. And they, they're, they're pretty darkly dressed, I would say, so that helps. They're all pretty far away and you're in your sneaking suits. Um, and then the, the last one's coming through. Same thing, yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sleight of hand with advantage and then another 19. acrobatics check. Oh, a 12. Um, oh, no. You, Fuck. uh... There's not a lot of room on the other side now. There's one person holding a thing here, and the other one is not trying to move forward too far so as to alert some eyeballs on the other end. And you start to shuffle through. You make a little more noise, maybe, as you wiggle through. Um, you, you, as you start to move through, maybe like a... Um, Can we just... I feel like Zell doesn't care as much. It's not that she's necessarily terrible at it, but she's just, like, kind of doing it on purpose to see if they'll notice us. Right, yeah. your leathers start to just like scrape against the wall <laughs> on one side and there's like a shh moving I'm through. Sorry. Ironically, Stop. as a snake, you wiggle through but create a hissing noise that travels down the hallway. Let me roll one dice. Hey, you, um, the two of you are on the other side as she starts going through. You whip your heads to the left and look down the hallway. You see the the fellow who has the good eyeball on where you are stand up and then slam his cards on the table, turn around and walk out um, through another exit in the in the back there. Nobody seems to have noticed you. Oh, thank God. And you're it's all fine. Through. It's fine. You're gonna you're gonna blow Shh. this for me. Shut. It's all good, right? Shut your just shut your mouth. And I like I start making my way to the corridor. All right, I hiss at her. Give me another set of stealth checks. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Twenty. Fourteen. Nice. You, um, yeah, you all move very quietly now and, and don't make a single sound. In single file, you move along the rest of the hallway here and then quickly shift to the right. Um, there's a big figure standing on the right of you as you turn around the, cor the corner here. Um, but it's like a, it's a statue of some old rogue from oh, long God. ago. Holding, My heart like skips a bit like... <gasps> holding a, a candle that lights this part of the hallway. There's another um, T-section here. The, um, the hallway continues onwards and you can see at the far end of it, there's a, uh, there's a guy standing around in front of a bunch of chests and, and some bookshelves. Um, he seems to be standing in front of a locked door, but he's got his back to you. Um, he's on the on the uh, the the edge of the um, corner of the room. It looks like he's kind of standing on the corner, if that makes sense, resting with his back against it. And you see him every now and kind of now and again kick the ground. Um, however, the way you need to go is down another small set of stairs to your right, just beyond where this um, this. Uh, um, statue is um, and just to give you an idea again I'll draw it for you because it's probably confusing um, you uh, are this is where you came in um, you're here there seems to be something here um, you want to be there so I'm going to give you if roll 20 would work please come on there it is. Oh, God. Uh, so you guys are... You are here. You want to be here. There's a man here. And there are lots of men here. And this is okay. the exit. 
Is this football plays? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely what it is. I 100% understand. Exactly. I know there are lots of rules and they look like this when they do it. Um, so yeah, you need to get the, uh, the wobbly ball to the running man who runs down the outside part. I, um, yeah, I'm just going to try and stealth around the statue then. Yeah. As he's like facing away, I'll, I'll try to watch and then and then just try to sneak my way around it. All right. Um, one last set of stealth checks from you all, please. Mm, 12. 28. 13. 12, 28, and 13. Yeah, one by one, you move around this large statue and head down the steps down towards the area that belongs to um, Gertrude. You know that down these steps... Um, there is uh, uh, two two little rooms. You round a corner carefully and suspiciously in case there are men um, or or anything down there. Um, as you come down the the steps and turn around another corner, you see that the sconces down here are lit, but there is no sound of anybody here. The sounds of the people who were upstairs in the um, in the sort of um, casual area where they were hanging out um, dissipate. And yeah, this seems um, this seems uh, empty. It doesn't seem like there's anyone down here. As you move forward a little more and poke ahead swiftly around the corner, you can see an area where there's um, three comfortable-looking chairs, kind of armchairs-looking, um, a table in in front of where they are that looks like a coffee table, that kind of thing, some rugs on the floor, and a bookshelf um, with some with all sorts of tomes along it. It looks like the type of area that um, the Thieves Guild leader here probably holds very casual meetings with people in the in and one-on-ones and that kind of thing, um, but not an office. Um, there is another doorway at the end of the hallway that is closed and and locked. Does it look like there's light on, like through the bottom of it? No, on the other side. The uh, it looks like um, the the sconce outside of that door is unlit. Um, the sconces in the area where the uh, the chairs and that are is unlit as well, but there's a little glow coming in from the hallway sconce that you can see. Um, okay. But that door um, and the room there looks uh, empty as well. It doesn't seem like anyone's down here at all. Uh, I'd like to walk up to the door and listen then to see if I can hear anything. Yeah, give me a perception check. Um, 15. You put a put an ear up against the door, um, maybe uh, in several places. You cup cup an ear, listening. Take it thirty seconds. Nothing. <sighs> I think I tried a lockpick to go inside. Sure, give me According to the map, this would this be where she like would be located? Yeah. For sure. Okay. You didn't see her I'm in the other area. Um, the map shows another hallway that runs along the top, um, and then another room um, that is marked as the like the treasury. It's where they hold. This is a thieves' guild. They have a they have a twenty four seven guarded um, vault that you saw at the end of the corridor. Then from the map, you would assume is there. This is absolutely where she should be. Okay, well, this I'm going to try and... I'm going to go up and, like, try the door to see if it's unlocked. Uh, it is not, no. The old okay, then I'm going to try and lockpick it, I guess. I'm very proud How? of you for doing that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, 
I'm watching you, Ellie. How are you holding up now that we're close? I think that I, like right now, I think Ellie is just trying to get out of the hallway because she is terrified that people are going to come like down here. Okay. Um, so it'd be a certain intensity, but kind of like this, like whole, she's trying to hold it all in and just not show anything for the moment. Then I look at Zell and I kind of surprised shrug maybe at her. Like I, you might be making some fucking money because I thought she wasn't going to be able to do it. (laughs) I just nod my head like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. So do I do thieves tools? Thieves tools check. Yeah. Did it go? Oh, eight. eight. Um, this is a piece of shit of a lock. This is really okay. advanced. This is some good shit. Um, whichever locksmith kind of put this thing in, um, did so very meticulously and carefully, and has clearly crafted something individual here. Um, it's not necessarily impossible to to uh, to lockpick, but it's real difficult without a set of keys to get into this kind of a lock. I look back at the others and I'm like, point to the lock, and I'm like, I don't, <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with the lock because I don't have the tools, I guess, appropriate for it. Um, can I try to investigate to see if I can learn a little bit about it? Sure, give me an investigation check. Okay, nice. Same no. information, really. It's just a very... It's an its an individually made lock. This is a woman who lives in a guild full of thieves. So she's had a very well-made lock put on the door. Um, yeah, really, you probably want the key. Um, alternatively, you need to just sit here for either a very long time and go at this thing and hope that you don't run out of lockpicks. Um, or, uh, yeah, or really work some serious magic. Not too sure on anything else. <sighs> on a nine. Okay. Um. Gosh. I want to try and brute force it, but I know that'd be really noisy. <laughs> uh, so... Can I look at the map and see if there's another way into this place? Um, this, this room? Yeah, no, you you don't see anything marked on the map that would suggest there's another way in at all. No. Well, then I'm going to wave Aya over. Yeah, I come over. I've been watching you. Yeah, I, I don't know how... Listen, I, I kind of slacked off in my lock picking, picking training, and I don't really... Okay. Don't, I don't know how to open this. Okay. Do you want me to take a crack at it? Uh, it probably helped. Okay. And I do that. Sure, give me a thing. Whip out my kit. I maybe glance back at Zell because I know she's going to give me a hard time for helping her. You hear um, me hissing when I see you reaching for your kid. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know this whole yeah. not, like skipping training thing for thieves tools holds up because uh, during the thing where we got the curses, yep. I think I failed like several checks there for lockpicking. Uh-huh. <laughs> um yeah i you do it you uh yeah. you go at this thing it, it to it, to be fair I show it's her ridiculous. as well um but it has yeah. a uh it has like a, a bullshit thing where you have to use three lock picks <laughs> to hold one here and then there's a secret actual like there's a, a designed like 
Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you do some magical bullshit there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you take... And, again, even on a 26, and even for you who knows how to do it, it takes a decent amount of time. Yeah. Like, you're probably here for, like, a minute or two. Um, just really okay. going at this thing, taking a little while, meticulously doing it, taking a second to show Ellie. And then, eventually, there's a... As you hear the thing, unlock. And I probably hear Zell hisses that unlocks as well, and I just kind of... Yeah, I remember why I'm here and maybe back up and then let her open the door. And I do. I, I slowly open it and look inside. Yeah, you open the door. Inside, um, a very darkly oh. lit room. <laughs> Sorry, you spent the whole session and the anticipation is killing me. <laughs> you, you, your own worst enemy yourself there. Um, what were you expecting to be in the room? Just her waiting, <laughs> you know, like at a chair, like, you, you know. Open the door. Um, there's no creak on the door or anything like that. You open it up and you look inside um, a dark room, um, two sconces. Looks like it could be well lit, but isn't. Um, slightly dome top, suggesting that this is part of the sewers, maybe, that's been refurbished by them years and years and years ago. Um and uh yeah you can see a tapestry on one wall making it seem a little homely um you can see a desk set against the back wall and uh a set of drawers on the on the other side there's all sorts of papers and um items and things and parchment and scrolls and books that are laid about the room but she's not here it's dark there is a chair in the middle of the room with no one in it that looks like it's part of the desk situation I'm going to walk in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can head on in. Nothing happens. No one there. Okay, where to now? Is it possible that I sit here and basically, like, in stealth waiting for her? It's possible. I, I'd say that's what I would do, is I would, I would just look at the others, like, point that they need to hide, and then I would try to hide. Okay. Yeah, you get into uh, position. Yeah. As we go to our hiding spots, I'd lean over to Aya. What was that about? I think she just needed help getting in, and I didn't want us to get caught naked in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Then I go into a shadow. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah. You I guys, know um, I will never hear the end of this. Give me a stealth check. <laughs> I don't even bother hiding. 29. <laughs> Yeah, at least so it's in ashamed. the middle of the room on the chair. I uh, yeah, actually that's yeah, I do. Vanishes. I, I tell them to hide, and then I just go and I sit down in the chair as it's faced away from the door. Yeah, as Alicia and I take up positions hidden on either side of the door, and uh, you guys begin to wait like um, coiled snakes waiting for your prey, trapdoor spiders sitting there waiting for this woman to arrive. Um, Ten minutes go past. 20 minutes go past, 30 minutes go past, an hour passes, and then you hear Ugh. footsteps coming down the hall. And then second set following behind. Did you close the door? Yeah, I'd say we closed the door. We didn't lock it, though. You hear... Um, you hear a man's voice say to another man... Uh, like that, will ya? Yes, okay, very well. We're not going to be over too long. Where did she say it was? 
Right. Oh, right I here. would, I would turn back to the other two, where I, you know, where they're, you know, I saw them go hide, and I'd just be like, and point to the door. You can all hear this super clearly. It's yeah, the what noise. the fuck are they talking about? You hear the shuffling of papers um, in what feels like the room next to where you were, where the chairs were and the stuff and the, the little coffee table thing. Um, oh, yeah, this is it. Uh, all right. All right, well, boss's orders, I suppose. Uh, yeah, let's just get on with it. Okay, very well. Uh, you take the lead. All right. And then... I gesture for Ellie to hide. This isn't who I think your target is. Somebody else might be coming to take care of your target. You want to hide? Yep, I try to hide. All right, give me another stealth check. Oh boy, now I'm nervous. <laughs> Twenty-four. You scuffle away to another area of the room, and uh, get yourself into a position, maybe behind the desk, under the desk. Um, the footsteps trail away and head back up the stairs and away from where you guys are. I mean, I'd still just, I would just stay in hiding at this point, I guess. Fuck was that? You guys can talk to each other. I can't talk to you though. I'd say I'm hiding in a different part. You're, the room is not that big. Oh, okay. So maybe it's we could talk. Okay. Room, yeah. So we'll just whisper. What the hell was that? I don't know. It, obviously not the person I'm here for. I know, but it sounded like they weren't supposed to be here either. Do they sound familiar? Yeah, do we recognize these voices? Or are these other assassins? Uh, give me an insight check. Twelve. Oh, twenty, I mean. Twelve. <laughs> I got the twelve. <laughs> <laughs> Natural twenty. No. Fourteen. Not at all. Definitely not people from your guild. No, I don't. I mean, I know pretty much everyone, and that those are definitely not people associated with us. I mean, I don't know who they were. What do you Does it seem do? like if we wait here, it's a waste of time? I mean, investigation check. All of you can do it if you want. It's to work out the time. Tw uh, 10. 19. 14. All of you can determine that you've you spent, it's been about three hours since um, Ellie was given the envelope, which was around midnight. Sun comes up around six. So we have like three hours left. Yeah. It's up to you whether you think this is a waste of time or not. Um, in fact, Ellie, roll me a D, D20. 16. This is just for general knowledge. It's a general knowledge check. To see uh, if you've ever spoken to um, Gertrude about her uh, schedule day to day. Um, really, she should be here. Um, she spends her evenings in this uh, guild. The fact that she's not here is weird. Um, extremely unlikely, but not impossible. Um, she would spend her daytime at home. You know she doesn't sleep much. Um, but she would she would certainly be here by now um, or she should already have been here um, it doesn't seem like she's here at all and but with that information you have to do what you what you would determine whether you think it's a waste of time or not 
I look at Aya and I'm like, this is, something feels off. She should be here. She's usually always here at this time. I mean, sure, she heads home at once, it, you know, it's daytime, but this is where she usually is. And she's not want? here yet. What do you want to do? This is your call. I mean, if we have to go back out there, then we have to go through all those traps again, and who knows who those guys were. I... I think we should follow them. Tick-tock. Right. Okay, I'm gonna take Aya's advice and, and follow where I heard the voices go off to. Opening the door, stealthing okay. back out. Give me um, uh, stealth checks as you will start man re returning from whence you came. Before we do that, is there anything in here in this room uh, that looks frequently used like a quill, uh, an ink, or a mug? Like a ale mug or anything that's been left here? All of the above. Great. Um... I think about that for a second, like maybe leaving poison here just in case we don't get it done in time. But I remember that I'm not supposed to do that unless I'm absolutely certain she's not going to be able to pull it off. And then I follow out the door. All right. Give me uh, those stealth checks. I got a 22. Okay. I got an 11. 11. 24. Um, the snake is at least stealthiest. She just starts walking out. I think casually. she just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Eleven is still pretty stealthy. Um, you, um, yeah, you move out of the uh, out of the room and start uh, trying to to follow the voices. Um, you can hear them still at the at maybe what is the top of the stairway where that that statue was, um, moving away. The footsteps just they're, they're just slapping their feet, right? They're just not stealthing, so they're walking along, and you can hear them. Um, if you want to chase after them. Can I you can. try to like hang back, but listen to them to like try and see what they're talking about still. And yeah. if they clearly maybe don't belong here either. Yeah, give me a perception check. Okay. Oops, I did performance, hold on. <sighs> okay. Pretty hard to make out what they're, they're saying. They, they, um, they only exchange a couple of words at the top of the stairs and then you don't catch that and then they don't seem to speak anymore. Okay. I mean, I guess I would go to the top of the stairs and, and try to look to see where they went off to. Yeah, you guys all move silently okay. up and around the stairwell back up towards where that T-junction is. A quick glance to the right, you can see that same fellow is still there. Um, but he's sat in a chair this time with his arms crossed uh, across his chest. He might be asleep. You're not too sure. Um, but he's definitely not looking your way. Um, on the other side, the sounds of there being people in the uh, in the room to the top seem to have dissipated. Um, it doesn't really sound like there's anyone around anymore. Um, but you can hear the, uh, the two um, men. Uh, they sound like they've gone out of the exit, the way you guys came in. Um, give me a perception. You can give, all of you can give me perception checks. Twenty. Seven. Twenty and a seven. And a seven. Um, as you round the corner, 
Um, Aya, you just catch the end of a uh, a conversation that says, "Yeah, we're meeting everyone there." No, don't worry about that thing. As they seem to have left, they they sound like they're like halfway down the watery corridor that leads back out to the shop. We should follow them. They're meeting someone there, somewhere. I do. I follow them. Sure. Give me. Hmm. Uh. Okay. Give me. Everyone, give me a stealth check. And a uh, perception check. Oh, come on. <laughs> a natural nine. 24 and uh, 13. 18 and 19. One and 18. So you look both ways when you get to this T-junction. There's no one left in that um, area where they were all hanging out and stuff like that. Um... There's still people here. You can hear a couple of people in that. There's another hallway that leads around the top of this place. Um, and you can hear people moving up and down there, but relatively quietly, like they're just going about their business. And you guys head back on out and continue to follow these men. You wait for them to lower the uh, the um, chest thing again, doorway, and then um, you hear them walk outside. There's a muffled conversation on the outside um, once you guys get up to underneath where the, the trap door is, you can hear them having a muffled conversation um, about the doorway. Yeah, something's gone wrong with the door. Oh, fucking hell, that thing's fucking falling off again, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's a little bit weird. You think we should report it? Nah. Boss is night off, isn't it? Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. We've got a job to do. And then they uh, seem to head away from the doorway. As you guys begin to uh, creep outwards, I think, Ellie, you push the uh, the door and it slams. Horrible shattering noise of wood hitting wood from the, the doorway and it echoes outwards. I Everyone hide. freezes for a moment. Can me, I hide. You can hide, yeah, give me stealth checks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm probably gonna yeah. try to hide. Fuck that. In the shop or in the hall? In the corridor? Um... Hmm, good question. In the hall. In the shop. Or I guess, no, in the shop, yeah. In the okay. shop. Well, I mean, yeah, you can hide wherever. Um, 13. All right, first roll coming in. You guys hide in appropriate places. Do you replace the trapdoor? No, I, I think it crashes open. Ow, it crashes open and I, I just sort of like oh shit, hide. <laughs> like that instinct of like, I, we need to not be seen. Yeah. There's um, there's a little while. You, you guys remain hidden in, in varying places in this in this store. Just to see if I hear anything, basically. We made a huge noise. I want to hear if anybody heard it. I don't want to take too long, though, otherwise we'll lose their trail. Nothing. No one okay. seems to have heard you. Then I book it for the... This is probably the first time that I'm not waiting for Ellie. I immediately book it to try to see if I can catch those two. Non-stealthily? No, no, stealthy still, but okay. I want to- Stealthy booking Stealth it. is still yeah. quiet, like it's stealthy, slow, I yeah. mean. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you guys all head outside, leaving the door open and things like that, running outside and looking about you. Give me perception checks and well. Wow, eight. Eight. Twelve. Five. You guys head outside. 
The sounds of the town rush back up around you, um, though a little more quiet since it's now roughly around 3 a.m., something like that. These guys are nowhere to be seen. They could have gone left, they could have gone right. And there's no one else to be seen, obviously, either. Nope. I think I feel my heart kind of skip a beat. And I, I look back at Aya, and I'm just like, do you remember hearing anyone when we were walking out? What do you mean? Do you remember, like, just moments before, an hour before, there was noises. There were people drinking and talking and playing games, and I didn't... Well, yeah, they were going to meet. They were going to all meet somewhere. Where... I mean, you know her. Where do they meet? Would I know this, Brad? Uh, roll me a d20. Seven. You for sure don't know where they're going. If they're meeting, whatever they're doing, you have no operational knowledge of whatever the fuck the Thieves Guild are up to this evening. However, Gertrude is no longer physically active. She doesn't yeah. take part in the actual heists and things like that. She doesn't get her hands dirty necessarily anymore, though she most certainly did when she was younger. Yeah, she's more like uh, the leader of the assassins where he sends people out instead of going out. Mm -hmm. She's just so... too old. She doesn't really have it. I think I would book it back down to the uh, end of the Thieves' Guild where we came from. I think I would try to get back out as or back down there as quickly as possible. Um, kind of. Where are you going? Like my spidey senses are tingling, and I feel like something is not right. I guess something's a little off. Yeah. Well, I could I'm, be wrong in it. When she books it back inside, I look at Cell and I'm kind of throw my hands up and just roll my eyes. I guess like I don't know what the fuck she's doing. Um, I'm just looking for Gertrude, and she wasn't in her room, so she had to be somewhere in there because she wasn't at home either. So, and we would have taken the route that I feel like she would have taken. Seeing as, I mean, she kind of helped me learn this, you know, we learned from each other. I knew her a little bit, but I don't know. So if I go, if I go back down and I go to where that guy's sleeping stealthily, hopefully, uh, can I get close enough to gauge if he's awake? Are you two following? Oh, yeah. Are you two following? Yeah, yeah. We'll go with her. Three more sets um, of stealth I, checks. I do have a question, though. Yeah. What okay. do we know about Gertrude? Um, roll me history checks with mm, disadvantage. Six. Nothing. Five. Okay. We know that her name is Gertrude Jones. Okay. And, and she is she's the leader of the Part thieves guild yeah okay yeah and generally speaking your hands off with the thieves guild there's some shit yeah i was on. just gonna say so far up until this point we've had a you know you do your thing and we'll do our thing and we're gonna not fuck with each other up don't until this point them. correct don't start yeah. a turf war yeah so this it's is generally strange. amicable yeah and, you know not like allied but you know there's never really been any uh, friction so um, this is strange that we've got that you've gotten this name 
for, yeah. for us. Yeah. Which would make it seem like there's something with the Assassin's Guild that has a beef, I guess. Yeah, which is, yeah, okay. Like, like maybe there was a cross or something between the, the leader of both guilds. So that's what it would seem like, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, this um, is not a, an, un, like, suddenly getting the name a, of an, an important figure in town. It's is. also not typical, I think, of initiations where usually people get pre petty criminals that have, like, bounties on their heads, but they don't get, like, prominent leaders and stuff. We don't get certainly leaders, you guys but we get don't. you guys get like initiation lovers. is like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, that's you get as and you know I but like the others like fucking all the all the others have had um, prominent leaders. Um, you guys know a little about about Ellie as well. I think you guys um, she's famous almost. She's from yeah. a famed line of assassins, and there are like these wild rumors around her bloodline that she was. Um, that she's related to people who can single-handedly defeat dragons. Um, it's said that her bloodline is the bloodline that ended the War of the Four Cities, which is the war that put the Streel family in power by killing. Oh, that's by killing why he. Okay, three that's kings. why he's soft on her. Then there's. Um, there, there's rumors. There's just like everyone is. Everyone's talking rumors for five years of of Ellie, and and you would know that her family have been assassins for generations and generations. There are people that say that the the blood of the elves run in their veins, and they have um, the souls of cats, and they're reincarnate of the Death Huntsman. Okay. But they're demons. Wow. Um, they they have all these crazy rumors. They're probably just rumors, right? But she's from a famed assassin bloodline she's like assassin royalty to a degree um but uh yeah when it comes to uh gertrude no you don't know nothing and uh you guys okay. have never done any like you've never been given the name of a king or anything um it'd be two. it'd be interesting if you guys thought it was like spurned lovers but it was like the leader of the assassins was the spurned lover and right. just sent ellie after her um, <laughs> So. so you guys all creep back in. Um, yeah. Zalisha, give me not a I, stealth. Not I do. I don't. Oh, you don't? You stand I outside? Got, I, got a t I got a 10. No, I just mean I'm not stealthy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, or maybe I am, but that is a nat 1 that I rolled. Yep. Zalisha, give me one as well. Okay. An 11. 11. You three um, creep back in. This, um, this device... The uh, the Arcanine one seems to be off, but it is making a humming noise. As you walk past it, you can um, you can all move past it again. You hear See, um, sounds like a you know. You hear voices coming from the hallway towards the top of where the uh, the area where the tables and drinks and stuff were. All the tables have been cleared as well, um, but you can hear people moving around um, pretty nearby, but nobody's there. As you turn the corner to where the um, the fellow at the very end is sitting. Um, Ellie starts to get a little closer and a little closer to try and determine whether he's awake or asleep. Um, what do you think you do, Aya, to completely fuck this up? Oh, you know what? I think I... I think I'm watching Ellie just trying to figure out why she came back here and I'm a little frustrated at this point. Um, and I just trip. I'm just not focused. I'm thinking about her. I don't want her to mess this up, but I also 
don't want her to have to go through with it. And uh, yeah, I'm just in my own thought and I just fucking trip. Yeah, you stumble and there's a horrible yeah. scuffling noise. <laughs> Fellow that's asleep is not asleep. He whips his head around and sees all three of you. Fuck. Jumping up out of his chair. I, can I, I stab him with a knife. Can I kill him? He's, he's about 30 feet away from Ellie and about 35 feet away from you. Yeah, I will, uh, I will fire a I crossbow. I yeah. think at, before she does that, as he jumps up, you, you see Ellie, like, yeah. like, she, like, Ellie, you see her freeze and then grab her bow, and she pulls it back, but then, like, you see hesitation. Like, she mm. doesn't want to kill him. Right. And so she just, you see the bow, like, shaking in her hands. And Zalisha, what do you do? I, can I go into a shadow you and hide? Okay, give me a stealth check. You give me an attack roll, and uh, Ellie stumbles. Ten. Okay, yeah, you you disappear behind that statue that was there. Um, okay. Eleven is yep. a hit. A bit of damage. Ten. Ellie, you you panic. You look at this man. He looks at you. He opens his mouth. <gasps> blood running out from his neck and arrows sticking out from uh, where he is. He begins to stumble forward, holding his hands out towards where you are and then falls face first onto the and... uh, ground, gripping at his neck. He's not dead, but okay. he's like choking and blood everywhere. Do I also get sneak attack? Uh, no, because he's not... Because he woke up, okay. He's not. Uh, there was no advantage and he's not standing next to Ellie. Okay. I think I sort of like... I try not to look at him like it just it's disturbing and I like put my bow my arrow and you know reattach my bow and I walk past him <laughs> sure yeah he he's laying on the ground choking and choking he's reaching up towards where you are and then slowly his movements slow down before he comes to a full stop there's a, a pool of blood now running out from his uh, from his head from his neck um, and you move past him. There's a huge iron wrought door sitting um, in the in the wall here. Uh, the like the kind of thing that looks like a vault door here. With nothing on the front that would seem to allow you access. No spinning bullshit thing. No door lock. Nothing like that. Um, there are some bookshelves and and cases and parchment and things around. Um, give me a perception check or an investigation check, depending on what you're doing. Unless you wanted to do something else. I'll try to investigate for a way in. Maybe like a secret uh, thing that you have to pull or turn or something on the shelf or around the door. Yeah, um, looking this thing over, you um, it's, it's a proper vault um, and it seems to be missing two key parts. It's missing whatever they use to open it, whatever kind of handle that they use on the front has been removed and presumably hidden or something somewhere. Um, and there's also a recess that suggests that another element goes in here, something that might activate it. Again, this seems like it might be an Arcanai thing. It looks like a fucking advanced piece of um, uh, magical technology, maybe. And that it might be a power source that goes in this, as well as a handle. And then that's how you open it. It's insane. This thing, breaking into this thing is... is a whole other job. I mean, you can, by all means, you can try and do it while you're here, but... It's I want to put my a... ear against it to see if I can hear anything inside. Yeah, give me a perception check. What is okay. uh, Zalisha and Aya doing? 
six. Um, I am retrieving my arrow from uh, from the guy, uh, closing his eyes, and I'm quick. I'm just making sure he's dead first of all, and then I'm I'm making sure there's no sign that it's actually it was us. Sure. Yeah. You. He's totally dead. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yep, that's it then. I just want to make sure it's very clear that it's not us. Yeah. Okay. All right, Zalisha. I'm seeing what what is Ellie doing at this exact moment. She's like Probably looking over this, this vault yeah. here, trying to see if there's a way into this final room. Okay. Can I also investigate to see if there's a way into this room? Mm-hmm. Give me an investigation check. I'm still behind the statue. I got a 13. Um, you on a 13 are pretty convinced there is no way into this room without full-on knowledge of how to get into this room and, and the items it takes to get into the room. Can I, uh, frisk, frisk the guy that died looking for any sort of thing that would have any hint to, um, maybe like keys or stuff like that for the, the guild? Yes. Give me a investigation check again all investigation and stealth welcome to the rogue episode 21 21 you find a bunch of stuff on uh, on him um you find a set of keys um one of which is absolutely a crazy looking key that most certainly opens the door to uh gertrude's study um there's uh there's um keys that probably open the front of this place that you guys broke into already and keys for varying other doors um, as well as probably his own personal keys you find a pouch that has um, uh, a bunch of just stuff in it there's like little trinkets and gems and like a little satchel of stuff on him um, as well as a bunch of gold and silver um, and there's also a, a rolled up piece of paper and on it are several names um, there is uh, there is um a list of of three names um and then a set of notes at the bottom um the three names say kinris borin and winifred um the notes at the bottom say no boss tonight this is the order everyone um everyone else is following kinris borin and winifred um that's it I just let out a very long sigh and I walk up to Aya and I show her the bottom of the note where it says no boss Chip I thought you knew her routine well obviously she took the night off she's not in routine why would she do that you know, I honestly, I honestly don't know. Uh, Has she done this before? It's okay. Just stay calm. Has she done this before? Yes. Roll me a d20. Okay. 14. The only times you can remember her doing this are on your birthdays. Oh my god. It's is it my birthday? <laughs> it's not. No. 
Oh my god. But it is my initiation day. Yeah. And where was she whenever she would take the day off on my birthdays? At your house. I your think little room. Aya would maybe see it. Maybe Zell would miss it. I don't know. But it would look like I just got hit by a truck. Like, the look on my face would just Are you be... Okay? I, th I think... I think I know where we gotta go. Where do we have to go? I have to go home. She's at your house? I guess we'll find out. And I guess this would be kind of weird for Aya to hear, but I would start to walk out. Hmm. And uh, all three of you heading back? Yeah. So I think... Um, you guys head out, and it's pretty easy to do. Everyone in the Thieves' Guild seems to be on a job here. They they are not here. There's a few people moving around. You avoid the body and then uh, and head on out and start moving back through town, back towards the same area um, where the, um, the, the woman lived before. Um, you have a little a room here, right? And I don't know whether you inherited it or whether you just own it, but you've had it since, um, since for at least five years. Um, and uh, you you start moving back towards the outskirts of the center of town, um, moving up towards the uh, road that you live on. Eventually you get to the area, and much like Gertrude, you just rent a room. Almost everyone in this city just rents a room. It's the same thing as you might get in modern days, in that there's um, ridiculous pricing on an entire building. Renting a room, not too bad. And for you, the cost has been covered. It always has been. You've had this room um, for five I years. I would honestly, I would say it's because of Zach. Right, okay. So, like he kind of just took over. Yeah, and it's paid for. Um, you've always had yeah. everything paid for. Um and you come back you head towards this this place and uh where is the room how do you get there what, what do you how do you access your home honestly i feel like it, it was almost a little girl in me even even when i was younger like eight or nine i had a ladder that would go up to the second story and it connected into my room and my 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 window would have like a lock and all that um, but it was nothing too sophisticated because, I mean, we're just, we were just a bunch of commoners, right? And so that's how I would always access it. And the reason that I got to keep it is just because it made me feel special and sneaky. <laughs> like some like little kid childish thing, honestly. Yeah. You, so, um, how do you approach your house? How do you get in, get in through the front door? Um, I would I think I would look around and and see if like the ladder's still there and noting that it is I'd be like well shit so I'd walk up to the front door yeah and try to open the door hmm. yeah you can open it you let yourself in you open the doorway um what are the other two doing during this time As she I steps think into I'm... her room yeah I think I'm uh I hesitate because I am confused as to why we're here but I don't want to leave her alone in there either. So I guess I'll walk in with her. If she is there, then there's a chance she either knows we're coming or perhaps she thinks we will have finished her initiation. Right. Like, so. 
Um, I don't think she'll know we're there for her. Zalisha as well. Same thing, walking in. Yeah, I'd walk in and lean in the door frame. Yeah. So, uh, Ellie, you walk in. Um, as soon as you open the door, um, there's a, a, a wonderful smell of uh, cooked food. Um, and as you step in, you can see through to the little cooking area that you've got in this room. There's a, a quite an elderly looking woman um, sat at the small table and in front of her she seems to have made you a meal and it looks fantastic chicken Aww. breast um, cooked in her famous herbs and spices gravy there's a side of fresh vegetables she's poured you a little glass of wine um, and she stands up smiling at you warmly as you walk in and she uh, she picks up a little penny and wraps it she just looks like a, a grandma she doesn't look like the leader of the thieves guild or anything like that a grey hair tied behind her uh, head and she says um, oh, my dear what a terrible evening you must have had and she moves around and pulls the chair out and says uh, no I, I don't want you to tell me about it all that ghastly business but I have made you dinner and I've managed to swipe you a bottle of Merlot from the finest establishment in Bologna trust me you're going to need the wine from now on they say a diamond is a woman's best friend but well I do love a diamond, but it's never quite got me through the day like a glass of red. I turn back to Aya and Zell, and I'm like, please leave. You know we can't do that. Just stand outside. Just get out of the house. I look at Aya. I, I shake my head. I'm upset that I can't leave. We've all done this before. I gotta do this without you guys here. No stay can. in the hallway, stay in a different room. No can do. You can see I'm like visibly pissed off at Aya now and I'm just like staring at you for, I don't know, solid 10 seconds. And then I... I grab my dagger out, and it's shaking in my hand. And I turn around to Gertrude, and... I think she could probably start to see that water's forming in my eyes. She is watching you quizzically. She watches this exchange, and from the background you can see she slows down her movement, she stops, and eventually she just kind of lets her hands hang at her side. And as you turn around and she sees those tears, she says, You've not done it, have you? That bastard. He thinks to snatch away your humanity, turn you into little more than a tool, a stone-cold killer. Well, this is certainly one way to achieve that goal. Callus as he is, he's smart. Well, You think that's what it was? Yes, my dear. If he knows anything, it's how to sharpen a knife. She has a necklace that you've always seen her wear with a very large kind of amber gem on it. Um, she grips it and holds it up away from her and says, You know what happens if I squeeze this gem? Every... Thief in town descends on this place in moments. Ellie, my dear. Though I never have had children of my own. In a way, I have so many all across Alexandria, and you, you are like my own daughter. 
You are special and dear to me. She snaps the necklace chain and throws the necklace out of the window. And she says... In fact, she shoots a look at you two if you're still in the room, the two assassins. She shoots you a, a knowing look and then turns back to, uh, to you, Ellie, and says... I'm old. Frankly, you'll be doing me a favor. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. If you don't do it, they'll kill you. Yeah, no, they'll kill me. And I point to I and them. And I kind of like hold out the dagger. Like, I want to do it, but I can't. Like, something is just preventing me. She walks up to you very closely and she grips your wrist and places it, points the point end towards where her heart is. And she looks at you in the eyes and says, It's okay, my dear. Truly. I'm sorry. I didn't want to do this. I'm sorry. And I look at her. And I give her... I reach into my my, my pocket and I give her the, the drone photo of her and her husband. She looks down at it and looks back up at you and she closes her eyes and smiles. I just thought you should have something pleasant to look at. She opens her eyes again and says, I do, my dear. And I start to press the knife into her just barely. And I just look at her and I go, I'm really sorry. I've always loved you. And then I stab her. Yeah, she holds the smile. You can see a quiver at the edge of her lips. She holds the smile for a long time before falling quite weak. She stumbles a little. I help her down. And then you help her. She falls slowly. I hold her head in my lap and I just like pet her hair. It's a pretty um it's a pretty quick death. She pretty much holds the smile for the entire time and from underneath where the food is cooked underneath the table maybe 10 feet away from where you are you see a little black shadow move out from under the table and it's a kitten with a little bow wrapped around where the collar would be and that's where we end today's session thank you very much for playing players thank you very much for watching everybody I didn't get emotional, you did. Mm. <laughs> you guys okay? Yeah. Can I do shout outs or should we just end the no, session? No, I'm fine. I'm good. I'm All good. Right. Well, there it was. Um, <laughs> the ballad of Ellie Elian and uh, I think a lot of answers 
for Ellie's character yeah. as well. And some of the decisions, especially with, yeah. with last week, when we spoke after last week's session, um, we thought as a group, we decided it would be a good idea to do a flashback here to start to figure out why Ellie makes the decisions that she does and why um, she's kind of so cold. And, uh, you know, with all of the added elements to you as well, with the undeath and things, it's, uh, you know, it's getting more and more intense. And there, I think, is the first, you know, when was you really the undead? Um, hmm, an interesting thing. Also, by the way, in the room next to the room with the woman where there was uh, the chairs and stuff, the little meeting room, that's where all the answers were for, like, where she was. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what I... That's what I did. I also kind of planned to have you in there like a dungeon, but I thought it was quite nice to have it. Um, more theater of the mindy. Actually created the entire thing. I'm going to prove it to you real quick because you probably don't believe me. Um, <laughs> that we had the uh, the oh, whole yeah. the whole thieves guild kind of uh, mapped out to a degree in here. But I oh. I, actually, I was really enjoying the uh, the way that you guys like uh, uh, approach this. With your with your brains and things, so it was it was kind of fun to do it this way instead. Um, all right, well, let's do a quick round of uh, of shoutouts, and uh, then we'll see you next week, right? Yes. Sorry, we've got some disruptions um, coming up. So, quick round of shoutouts. When's packs? A week, week after. after. Oh, okay, yeah. So I'm have... not going. I just know that a lot of people are. Yeah, no, we will be off okay. on the first as a warning. They will, we're just going to skip the whole week because everyone's missing. And uh, so we have another episode next week with the full cast. Um, returning back to, like, this is going to be one of those moments where it returns to that moment as you put the pentacle in the door. Yeah. And uh, we'll continue from there next week. But until then, where can people find you? Let's start with, um, with you, Ellie. Uh, you can find me at Pocket on almost everything. Uh, Twitch and uh, Twitter and Patreon. I stream games, do cosplay, take photos. That's pretty much what I'm doing now. I took a nice gory photo set uh, for Valentine's Day. And this last week I had a lot of fun trying to like brainstorm ideas with Brad about this episode. I thought uh it was actually pb's idea i think it was yeah to to do this and or it was it was mm. no i meant to like do the the ellie lore drop because yeah. she's i admit ellie is pretty reserved but i think that's just part of her character so um yeah. thanks for making me cry brad i didn't expect it to end incredible like that rp by the way <laughs> thanks like you didn't have a lot to work with because both kpp and i were playing like shadowy people that yeah. were quiet most of the time you did an incredible job that yeah, was good it was, it was really very good. good um so. yeah okay there you go go and question pocket <laughs> on her channel during the week about the uh things and work out all the justifications for ellie's coldness um and also it's weird how um how now the uh similarities between suna and ellie who have argued last week yeah. Because the week previous you had dealt with Mother Numera and now she's got this and maybe that is another reason, you know, it brings it up in her yeah. mind and overreacts to things. Um, yeah, which I thought was fun. While I was penning this episode and planning it in my head throughout the week, I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of cool. Um, what about you, KPP? Where are you? What were you doing? I'm Katie Peters Place. I played Zalisha for you today. 
and I am playing Shadows of the Colossus right now, and I'm playing through it, and we're at nine of the Colossi. I think that's how you say it. So we got a few left to destroy, and um, yeah, that's what I've been getting up to. And I'm celebrating my birthday on Friday, if you want to come hang out um, on my stream. So yeah, that's what, what I've been getting up to. What are you doing for your birthday stream? Um, we're going to do community games, because um, we yes. haven't done those in a while, and just kind of hang out with the community and play Jackbox and probably do some fun inside jokes and That'll create some new inside jokes. So come hang out. Fun. That'll be fun. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, put that down in your diaries on Friday to go and see Katie Peters plays. Uh, what about you, PB? Uh, that was amazing. That was really, really, really good. That was it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that was great. Um, I... And playing through Earthbound right now, doing kind of a JRPG kick. Uh, played Blade Runner, uh, which isn't really a JRPG, obviously, but after that we did uh, Chrono Trigger and Chrono Cross, and probably after this we'll do um, some Final Fantasy tactics. But you can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry, where I will be doing that. And then also, obviously announced Wednesdays, starting the 4th of March, I will be jamming Gone. Uh, which Brad will probably play the thing before we end today. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. But I'll he should shout himself out first. I'm in that. He is in that. Um, all right, he, there he's you also go. In that. I've got nothing to shout out. I've been playing Mass Effect. I'm playing Mass, Mass Effect. Effect 2 Are you kidding me? You, you had like an end that I've never seen before that I'm not going to say in case of spoilers, but I've never, I didn't even know that was fucking possible. I was so happy so. with it. Yeah. And points starts... into a useless thing to wine chat up worked out so well. <laughs> um, yeah, Mass Effect 2, I'm starting on Tuesday. Zach if you want to watch was that. Joker? I stream on. Probably the best. <laughs> I stream uh, uh, every day, pretty much, at around the same time. 9 Eastern, 9 a.m. Mm. Eastern, not 9 p.m. So if you're a morning kid or you're at work and you've got, you want to watch an idiot be absolutely awful at. So being are a you human. starting Mass Effect 2 on Monday? No, Tuesday. Tuesday, okay. I am so busy. Uh, my eyes and brain hurt. I don't even know how I put this together in uh, in the, uh, the, in time, um, but uh, I did. Thank God um, Pocket gave me a lot to work with by sending me things throughout the week. And then I still had to yeah. come up with a twist. I was like, damn it, come on, brain. Come What's on, you can cap, come up. Really? I need to, uh, well, listen, it, the whole point was to, the, the whole point of this initiation as Pocket... Um, as Pocket said in, in her own words, the first job of, of stripping someone of their life, hardening the heart and the mind, um, that's like the whole thing, right? Like, it's, like, that's it's, the... it's stripping away any innocence uh, someone would have left, and the only humanity Ellie had left at that point was Gertrude. Right, so I had to she was crush literally the you only thing somehow. Left. Yeah. Because if it doesn't... Yeah. It, it was the, I uh, thought it was going to be her birthday, you prick. I honestly, you were like Who's the birthday? only time hers, Ellie's. Oh. The only time she's not around is when it's your it's birthday. And I was like, so, well, she did just recently turn fifteen. So right, it's yeah, she probably did here. do it, but it, yeah. it was more that yeah. she wants. She puts together a nice. Uh, she was. She just thought you were gonna come she wanted home. She wanted to celebrate. Nice Happy initiation day. Yeah, you're a woman. She was. She was so yeah. happy. She was bringing you like a glass of wine and stuff. I can't. And, can uh, I ask a question? I know that we're trying to wrap up here real quick. No, yeah, go ahead. Can I? I this is a question for Ellie. What, why the knife to the heart? Like, I think it would be symbolic, like almost. Yeah. Okay. I think it would be symbolic. The knife to the heart would be like 
she now no longer has a heart either Oof, by destroying okay. Gertrude's that sort of thing okay. and also this idea of like I don't think that she would want to poison her I think it would have to be something that would make her bleed out and just kill her fast and not cause any yeah, you extra did the, pain the, yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty quick kill um, yeah, yeah. I, I was just curious because I thought humane as you can do with a knife yeah. you know yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those like you know a broken heart. It's yeah. it's kind of symbolic in that sense. It yeah, was, so. it was good. And then I John winked with good. the cat. Um, yeah, you <laughs> I know. Her. I was really like the whole time I'm like waiting for you to be like I just want to pet my cat before I leave because I was like in Schrodinger's cat world where I wasn't sure if you had the cat yet, but I was like, dude, it'd be so awesome if she gave you the cat. The last thing you see is a fucking birthday cat. That's what she did. Killer, and then there's a and that's one the cat last that thing. Follows her around every right. time she's in town. Yeah. That's her. That's the, and then uh, yeah. there's like maybe there is still a slither of humanity left. Um, yeah. Within the cold. Heart God, that's so fucked up. Ellie this is Ellie. a constant reminder. Oh, mm, Jesus. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Go full all Vader, right. baby. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for watching. We ran over a little bit, but uh, I thought it was worth it. So. We'll see you next time. We are we are here next week. We are 100% here next week. Make sure you write down Katie Peters plays birthday and um, uh, make sure you draw a dick butt next to it. And then we will be uh, doing Gone, which is at the end of this trailer. Thanks so much for watching. Bye. I can't remember anything. My brain is shut out.